2: about.
1: Well, well, well. How the turntables...
3: If you don't mind,
4: I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
3: One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Uh-huh.
5: what the heck there's a pink bag on
6: my chair
1: yeah it's just a whoopee cushion it's a prank on me no you know it's just a joke what's the joke exactly what do you mean my farts don't sound anything like that my farts are long and way louder and they ring so what's the joke that i had a milder fart than i normally do (laughs) that nobody's puking from my
7: fart is that the joke did I farted and no one barf? Because that's pretty funny, actually. And now... It's a bright and shiny day. It's a bright and shiny day. Our feature presentation. Good morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin Abid show. It is uh, Tuesday morning, the 18th of
6: June. What's up, Kleptos? It's back.
8: <sighs> had a little break, right?
6: A day. A day. I took a day off. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had uh, extreme testicle pain yesterday. I needed right. to get right to my doctor.
9: Mm-hmm. Have you guys?
6: Go? Which is you guys? Um, I heard from a number of people who said that uh, what's it called? Testicular torsion? Is that does that sound right?
10: Ooh, that sounds, sounds awful. Yeah, it sounds like a medical term. Uh,
6: yes, and apparently it can be uh, very serious. But the the pain has abated. Oh, good. And I'm happy to say that I I think I'm going to be okay. Okay. Hmm. So yeah, so I I had no time for small talk yesterday. Your prayers up. Had to get right. <laughs> had no. to get right to it. Correct. But now I'm back. And now, now you're all kleptos, especially you, Allie, because of all the hearts you steal. <laughs>
9: Boom! <laughs> that, okay. Boom. <laughs> you're a Dio gang.
8: Nope. Uh, oh. What's up, you guys? I, you know, just stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel normal, that. Normal Tuesday stuff, I feel that. right?
6: I feel like you guys are surprised each day when I ask, how's it going? What's up? I mean... What's new?
7: Every day isn't... A golden day so when yeah. you ask us today what yesterday was like we go yeah hey, was pretty good yeah mm-hmm. that's a normal answer i think
6: well you're not living the dream like I are am. we not mm. yeah every day is so how was house. yesterday for you
7: not too bad all right huh. <laughs>
6: see how that works <laughs> uh no i do have an update on my day yesterday but we have to save it because we have a segment carved out for being um marathon runner um i'll give you an update on my training if you don't mind, the,
7: let's just start with being as a runner, mm-hmm. and then
6: we'll decide down the road. Runner, yeah. I know. Runner. I understand that's the I'm trying goal. to decide if I want to do 100 marathons or 500 marathons. I'm trying <laughs> to decide what's a reasonable goal at my age. That means he's decided not to do any. Doesn't mean that at all? <laughs> that's what it means. Wait till you hear about how my training is going.
10: And Jensen, you're still training? I did not run yesterday, but oh. I, I ran the day before. Okay, that's how you want to do it, right? I mean, one day put,
8: on, one day off. You do that. Okay. That would be
10: strong. You put it in a day. I mean, that's, let's look at it that way. Yeah, one day. Uh, okay. If I, I run, mean, if I run today, it looks like a schedule. Right. If I don't okay. run today, I'm correct. just not running. Yeah. yeah correct. <laughs> okay. I mean, look. I, I
6: want to make this very clear, and I know we will talk about it later. And then I have a thing to get to. It's not a uh it's not a competition. I'm not <laughs> I, I thought
10: you were gonna say it's not a race. Right now, <laughs> it technically a, is a race. It <laughs> is a race, but it's not a
6: competition <laughs> between you, me, and beer mug, honestly. No. The point the point is whoever can finish wins. Yeah. Essentially. It doesn't matter time or anything like that. No. That's not what we're going But
7: no. you're gonna make beer mug
6: carry you, right? That's a great idea. I love that right? like, a, like a backpack. Yep. That's a fantastic Take you back idea. Ride I'll have 20... a bunch of yeah, I have a
10: bunch of baby bjorns.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, they're go. stitch them all together, put you in one. <laughs> all right, speaking of health. I love this story. There are some celebrities who, as you know, should not be thin. They just, they look ridiculous thin. Uh, I think uh, Reverend Al comes to mind as a guy who just looks freaky now that he lost all the weight. Looked like a a regular guy back when he had the weight. Looks ridiculous as a thin person. Mm -hmm. You you guys all agree, right?
10: Yeah, Yeah, but I'm not
7: sure if it... If they started out as a thin person, you'd probably accept them fine, but you saw Mm -hmm. them earlier as
6: a heavier person. No, that's
9: not true because I don't think you
6: look – you don't look the same as a thin person and then you gain a couple hundred pounds and then you lose that weight. I think your proportions get all out of whack.
9: You're saying
10: saying you see skinny people and you go, oh, that looks weird, even if you've never seen them fat. If they used to be fat and now they're thin. Well, you'd have to know that.
6: Yes, and I think some of it has to do with the skin and just some of it has to do with the proportions get all whacked. How long were they fat? I don't know. That's not the point. The point is that Pen <laughs> Gillette gain the
8: weight.
6: Gillette for is it, me, it in carbs a, yeah, or like genetics? Genes? Yeah, is a guy who looks. I thought looks. How they lose better. the
8: weight then? Right. Okay,
6: that's what I'm it getting in to. Surgery. Okay, that's what I'm getting to. Okay. So Gillette, who is a guy we adore, we've had on this program many times, we've seen the show in Las Vegas. He is a brilliant man. He's a, a great. He's a hilarious man. He's one of the best magicians that ever lived. I don't think he looks good skinny. I don't know about you guys. How do you feel when you see? Penn? I do know that I've seen him skinny. Okay, well, in, uh, in in 2014, he was six foot six, still is, and weighed 330 pounds. Wow, that's, that's shocking. That's yeah.
10: sho- bigger than I thought he'd be.
6: Yeah, yeah big dude. So same height as me outweighed me by about 120 pounds, all right? So he was, as you can imagine, had trouble walking upstairs. He got winded speaking full sentences. He had been hospitalized for high blood pressure. He had a a heart blockage of 90%. He was on six different medications, and he had a real come-to-Jesus meeting with his doctor who said, Look, you are going to die unless you get serious about this. You're out of control. I advise you to get your stomach stapled and lose about 100 pounds. That's what you need to do. For whatever reason, Penn did not want to do that. Huh. So he instead decided to do some internet research. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's the best. Didn't want to do surgery, but he did some internet research and he came up with something that he thought would work for him. All right. So here's what he has to say about it. And by the way, this is uh, four four years later now since since he did lose the weight and the weight is still off. Wow. Okay. He's 65 years old. He was recently interviewed by the Los Angeles Times and says this. My first tip is if you take health advice from a Las Vegas magician, you're an idiot. (laughs) That said, my advice is, and this is where he goes counter to the way most of us think. My advice is make it hard. Easy is your enemy. Don't believe those articles that say just cut down your portions by 20% or skip desserts or cut out sodas. That all seems logical, but that doesn't work for me. I want to lose a pound a day. I wanted to see the scale go like this, and he points straight down. So he went for a radical change in diet. Whole food, plant based, hardcore vegan, vegetables, no processed food, no sugar, and here's the part that really got my attention: he limits his eating to just one hour a day.
10: Whoa. What? He
6: is always fasting for 23 hours of every day. Whoa, that sounds- that's
8: not even inter. What is it? Intermittent, intermittent fasting? fasting no. That's yes. like that's so extreme.
6: Yes, he says that. Uh, it- Intermittent fasting, too few calories, was the norm for all. He calls it intermittent, Was the norm for all of history until recently. Now, in this short blip of time, we all have too many calories, and it overwhelms us, clogs our arteries, fogs our brains. So he, that's what he does now. He kind of goes back to caveman days. He says, "He says I started writing at twice the speed. We got much more material at Penn and Teller. Everything went better. I can walk the stairs." Uh, and by the way, he also qualifies vegan. He said, vegan doesn't even cover it. Oreos are vegan. You got to cut out all processed foods, throughout out the pasta, throughout out the bread. He eats a huge amount of salad, steamed vegetables, and brown rice. Yes, it was hard. You feel strange and different. It took three years to not want a chocolate shake or a cheeseburger. But he says it works for him, and he's just sharing it with people huh. who care. I don't think the, that most of us could not eat for 23 hours a day. No, that takes discipline no.
10: that I do not have. And yeah. by the way, that one hour isn't like he's going to a buffet, that yeah, one he's hour? Not he's, yeah, he's still eating yeah. brown rice and steamed vegetables. Yeah, he says I don't
6: respect moderation. In my whole life, I've always thought <laughs> the easy way <laughs> is not fun. So the way I lost weight made me proud. Made me proud because it was hardcore. So there you go, uh, mugs or whoever happens to be listening. A hundred <laughs> pounds, you guys. That's amazing. And he's kept it off all these years later, and I guess part of the reason I brought it up is a he looks ridiculous thin, but b we've heard about a million different diet plans. I've never heard of this one before.
8: I've never brand heard new of today. this. No, like yeah. intermittent, I get it's like sixteen mm. hours off, eight on
7: something Isn't this like that. But just
10: a mixture of three or four of the things. Yeah, I mean, sort of? this is I, uh, it. Sort of furthers being in my thought that jail sounds okay, right? Because okay. an hour a day, that's uh-huh. kind of what you're out of your cell. You could eat what you want, and then uh-huh. go back in. Go back in. three hours.
7: Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. That yeah. also seems extreme. Well, a little. Well, apparently, you don't want to lose the weight, Kevin.
10: Mm-hmm. not like that no being and i are committed. motivated
8: i'd i'd want to see his his levels like his cholesterol level his heart rate everything i just i feel like just eating an hour a day how does that sustain you for the other 23 mm-hmm.
6: not healthy I feel yeah, like, like, like his 18 blood hours pressure in, would be
8: all out of whack
6: yeah you feel like your body would need something from you yeah and huh. and i also have this question and then we'll move on and that is how do you stop from losing weight because this to me sounds like you're on a a program that is going to you're going to starve eventually (laughs) you know what I mean you're losing a pound a day at some point you you need to stop that when you get to your goal weight Mm -hmm. so I don't he doesn't address what he's doing there it makes it sound like he's still doing the same thing he was doing it's not realistic it's just not realistic agreed okay the book is called Presto, How I Made Over 100 Pounds Disappear and Other Magical Tales if you want to check it out from Pendulum.
7: All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
3: You're desperate, you're sad, you're losers. <laughs>
7: Bean is a runner. That's I So we're going to find out. Marathon runner. About 20 minutes. Well, right. I mean, you haven't run a marathon
6: yet, so you're I'm a runner. runner. Yeah, but I... You're I a mean, runner. Technically, I'm a euchre, too, but I can't play the ukulele. Well, I identify I'm an as astronaut a then, too. I just well, but I it. identify as a euchre and a marathoner. I see. And uh, I'll sue you if you don't accept that. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know the Impossible Burgers? I do. Created by demons to mm. kill all oh, of us. No. Mm-hmm.
7: Did you guys know that?
6: No. I didn't. I didn't know until yesterday that if you eat an Impossible
7: Burger, you spit in the face of God. Shocking. Um, MTV has a another award show called the uh, Movie and TV Awards, and Beer Mug was on the red carpet. Oh. And uh, he got some interviews. Oh, I bet he yeah. talked to The Rock.
6: The Rock was the big honoree of the night. Mm-hmm. I mean,
7: I, I still have to go through a few more, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear The Rock didn't at hear first the rock. listen. Yeah, I I probably he... got
8: Zachary Levi, the I'm host. sure it's
7: the there. host, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure that's there as well. Sure. Okay. Because why would he go otherwise? Right. Uh, why are you following me, OJ Simpson, on Twitter? Seriously, people. There's a, there's a, that's a weird subset of people who just are fascinated with him for some reason. So we're going to talk about that coming up this morning. And comedian Jonah Ray will join us in studio. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
7: The running landscape in the United States is about to change,
10: you guys. Mm-hmm. Because Bean is a runner. Oh, I'm, a, a I'm, mo- I'm the modern uh, run, force, run. Yeah, we have pre-Fontaine and now post-Fontaine. Exactly. <laughs> look,
6: look, look. What, what, what's the old uh, Chinese expression about the longest journey begins with a simple step? Right. Okay? Just a single step, I mm-hmm. guess, is what it actually says. Not a simple step. So, this, at Weenie Roast, we started talking about how fun it would be for all of us on the show, including you, Fitzy, including you, Pippa, or whatever your name is, to, to run a marathon. Fitzy's <laughs> Fitzy's out.
8: Yeah. Tintzy's already out? Yeah, because... that so was Wizza. Wizza's out, too, whoever I don't remember my name. Listen, the Goot is still in.
6: That's all that <laughs> okay. matters. Okay, in. So, surprisingly, I got some support from the Goot and also from Beer Mug, and who also still needs a new name, I guess. Um, so, I started thinking very seriously about this, and again, the, the setup for this is that I... Just like with my tattoo, by the way, it's not like something I dreamed about my whole life, and now I'm finally going to do it. I'm finally committed to doing it. It was a whim, Mm -hmm. you guys. It was just – it came out of nowhere. It was wild. You just out of nowhere said, I want to run a marathon. Right. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought – not that I look forward to running a marathon, but how great would it be to be a guy who has run a marathon? How fantastic is that to say, oh, yeah, I did that?
10: You're doing it for the resume. Yes, mm-hmm.
6: exactly. And the Graham, obviously. Sure. <laughs> right. So I started thinking about it. And I thought, well, I've never run before. So if I'm going to run a marathon, I guess I need to get started at some point. So Sunday, well, first of all, I did a bunch of research on the Internet because <laughs> there's a million sites and pages and books. and. Well, then you're done. And, That's
10: it. Run the marathon.
6: <laughs> there's, a, there's so much advice out there on how to run a marathon. And one of the things that I realized I needed on Sunday was I needed a decent pair of shoes. Okay. Because, as you know, I most of the time, 100% of the time, I'm either wearing leather shoes or I'm wearing uh, Converse All-Stars. Mm-hmm. And I understand you can't run and call it Converse All-Stars, right? They have no support yeah, at too all. F- too right. flat. Right. So I dug into storage and I found a couple of boxes with new tennis shoes in them, including a pair of Adidas that looked pretty decent. Put them on. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, ladies and gentlemen... I left the house Mm -hmm. in these shoes. Can I guess? And I ran. Can I guess? I I ran so far away. (laughs) Yes, you can guess. Uh, Step, step.
8: (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) But two steps? Yes, you got 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 two steps in. Two
7: in, yeah. Sounds like more than Allie was expecting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, How far do you think I ran? I'm going to say a quarter of a mile. Quarter of a mile.
6: All right. There and back. Now we're talking about the whole distance from the time I left my house, to the time I got back. How is it, far did I go? Is
10: right? it cheating to ask what, what you consider a run? Because I'm I'm trying to figure out if you if you're running or you're doing like a brisk jog or a sprint. Um y- I can answer that. He's not sprinting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I'm
6: definitely not sprinting.
10: Um I didn't wanna look, you don't
6: want to pull a hammy or something, right? Right, you, right? You don't wanna overdo it the first time. Mm-hmm. You you don't want to get hurt out of the gate. Okay. So I jogged mm-hmm. And there may may have been some walking involved. That's okay, yeah.
10: All right, (gasps) (laughs) Um, I'll say you did a mile, bud. I did two.
9: Listen to him. Ladies and gentlemen.
10: Miles. Two (laughs) miles. Two miles. All right.
6: I did two miles, and I will tell you. I'm a little shocked by that. That (laughs) it felt good. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I liked it. Wow. Although, I developed an enormous blister on the back of my right foot.
10: There it is. (laughs) Uh, Enormous blister. (laughs) Were you wearing a tiny sock? Were you wearing a... What what kind of sock were you wearing? A regular athletic sock, Ah, sweatshop. That's the wrong shoe for you, bud. Oh, what does that mean? It's rubbing up against uh, your... You you need to get something that's better. We'll talk about it off air because it's kind of boring. But basically Mm -hmm. where it sits on the back of your foot, it just you need to figure out where it's most comfortable. But for you. but uh,
6: because my my foot is not used to being calloused or anything like that, isn't it? Can I put a bandage on that and uh, or a band-aid on that and it'll rough up?
10: It'll yeah. it'll callous up and Band-aid's then I'll be okay. fine. But also, I mean, long-term you might just want to get a you know, a shoe that sits in a better place for you. Okay. Yeah. So, 2 miles I'm feeling pretty
6: good about that. Had mm. a hot fudge sundae. And then I I'm sorry, what? what? I said I ran 2 miles right. and then the next day, I started I thought you well you said hot fudge sunday I've heard hot I heard I didn't sunday. I never said anything heard you, like that no, I, I heard you never you f- I thought those words didn't come out of my mouth I've never even heard of a hot fudge I don't even know what a hot fudge sundae is <laughs> mm-hmm. So then yesterday comes around and I go all right what's again I don't have a coach all I know is what's on the internet what's my training regimen here mm-hmm. and I had a very busy day yesterday with a lot of errands and a lot of running around and the last thing I had to do was go to the market and pick up a bunch of stuff for me and for Linus and I bought a big ass burrito. <laughs> yes, yeah, good. And I got back and I thought I should have this big ass burrito. But then I thought, but then I'm going to feel terrible. I'm not going to want to run. I should run first. Oh, and then I should have the big ass burrito. Ooh, this is nice that's- dedication. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's like the carrot on a stick, except it's way better than a carrot because it's a big ass burrito. Mm-hmm. So I put it up there on uh, on Twitter that I was thinking about running because I ran yesterday. But I also have this big ass burrito, and I don't know what's going on with our listeners. <laughs> They are not supportive because 100% of people say I, mean, I they know go, you. go for the burrito. They do know you. Well, I
8: don't think that's people not being supportive. It's people that dig burritos. Yeah. I yeah. love burritos. I would have chosen burrito.
6: Burrito over anything, yes. pretty much. Yeah. Burrito was looking real good, man. It was Did you run about, or burrito? It call um And then I, I, I sat there and I, I, I pondered it and I thought about it. I thought, man, should I run two days in a row? And then I thought, that could be dangerous. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have a coach. <laughs> You run that second day, you could break a leg or something. Sure. Right, it's common. You know, I don't want to say Anita situation here where I have to be put down because <laughs> yeah. I've overexerted You're myself. You're basically
10: Kevin Durant at this
6: point. Yeah. Yes, I mean, I ran two miles on Sunday. If I try to run another two miles on Monday, I'm just asking my body to break down, Mm -hmm. as far as I see it, sure. anyway. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I do have WebMD, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, I had the burrito. I I decided to have the burrito instead.
9: All right. That's the
6: dedication we're looking for. And I also felt good about that choice. So, so far, in two days, I have run one time Mm -hmm. for two miles, and now I just got to face today. I got to face... Now, do I need another day off to recover from the burrito, or am I back to running now? Because I feel like this pace... Is blistering at I mean, this point. How no big was the burrito? It was a pretty good sized burrito.
8: I don't think you need a full day. To I don't recover. either. Mm-hmm.
6: You think you I'm just looking for excuses. Yeah. Man. You think I'm safe to run today? I think we're safe
8: to run today. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am shocked and impressed that you too. did two miles. Yeah. To me. Really? Yes. It didn't seem hard.
7: But <laughs> but I will say this: when you get a blister, it can really get bad. So you need to take care True. of that. It can be really. Yes. really take care of that. Yeah, how is yeah, the, how, definitely how
6: is the sweat? Bean, did you get a good sweat minimal, going? Minimal, because it was 61 degrees or something. Mm-hmm. You know, which was very comfortable. It felt good. I mean, I, I felt a, a tiny bit sticky. But no, not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah, gross. And that had nothing to do with the running, either.
3: All right. <laughs> <sighs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K K-Rock.
7: All right, it's time for some Mug's magic. Mug's, tell us what event you were at. I was at... The MTV Movie
5: and TV Awards. And those are a thing that are still on cable television? That's a new here? thing? Or? Yes, yes. Wow. They they still exist, much like MTV as a network still exists. <laughs> do, do they still have the Best Kiss Award? I don't know. I haven't watched that thing in a while, but I Yeah, they do. <laughs> they yeah, they have the Best Kiss.
7: They have it. So Muggs uh, first of all sets up that he's where he is and what he's doing.
5: Hi, it's Beer Mug. And I'm at the MTV Movie and TV Awards at the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's going to be that All kind right. of day. <laughs> yep, it was about Little goofy. 80 degrees, clear skies, right at the beach, babe. Babe, what? Did you say and the babe mo- and yeah. the Molly just kicked in. The Did Molly mean- just kicked in. Did you mean to say right at the beach, babe? Yeah, and okay. I said May and I don't know why. All right. Excellent. Uh, first guest, uh, You guys, uh, Jensen Karp is about to be very, very jealous right now because I have WWE Universal Champion, Mr. Seth Rollins, and Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, right here at the MTV Whoa. Movie and TV Awards. That's a get. How about wow. that? That's a get. Whoa. How about that? Which man? Were, by the way, nominated for...
10: Uh, I guess villain or something oh, like. Okay, like, hero, know, like action. <laughs> Point is, this is
5: a get. This right? is a get. get. they are
10: dating. Stars. This is a. This is a story that they, they... I think
8: this was probably their first red carpet together.
10: Yeah.
7: Wow. Where do you think yes. he's going to go with his first question? Now that he's in, inter- he's told everybody who they are. Mm-hmm. He's standing in front of him. Uh-huh. What's his first question?
10: Mm. Uh, I mean, probably like, what do you guys feel like being champs? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, how does it feel to be in an award show? Yes.
5: Could I be a pro wrestler?
10: Oh, good. That's good. That's a good <laughs> guess. Bean? I don't even
6: know.
5: Uh, first of all, Becky, can I touch your belt? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a choice. Oh, my God. Right there. Oh, I felt the power right there.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, who saw that coming? <laughs> uh, what okay. I love about this interview so far, and it's, uh, it's, a, it's a through line in many of Muggs' interviews, we don't really know if those people are there in front of him. He doesn't
10: give them the opportunity to talk about it. Honestly, much. the last time we talked to him, he was interviewing Gumby. So this is truly a step <laughs> up if real. You.
5: I felt the power. You guys are, you're going to be at Staples Center on Monday night. What can fans, without giving too much away, what can can we expect? Uh, nothing. <laughs> well, <laughs> You started so
7: strong. Now, I just want to say that I didn't edit that. So what? How do you Happened. go from what's gonna? What can we expect that people may not? Nothing. How do you say? No, where does nothing come out of? Stroke. <laughs> did they leave? Did they walk yeah, did away? Yeah, they walk
8: away. No,
7: they were still there. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Then hold well, on a look, second. Being, that question having, makes no sense. You're having to take his word for it, though. By we don't way, even
10: know that they're there. It sounded so fresh up top because he had that research. You're going to be yeah. at Staples Monday. Yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, and then it just it just fell into the wayside. Yeah. yeah. At Staples Center
5: on Monday night. What can fans without giving too much away? what can can we expect uh, nothing? <laughs> you know, much, much like these red carpets often do. they they sit me in the sun for about two hours. Uh-huh. Right. So then, you know, the hunger starts setting yeah, in. Sure. Oh, and the excuses begin. Yeah. Sure. I see what's happening. I um, mean
6: you, you were a big ass to finish the sentence, and that's a lot. <laughs>
7: it's hard. Words
5: are hard, man. <laughs> so this
7: is the MTV movie and T V award show. Mm-hmm. So he did get maybe the biggest cast in T V, which is the cast of real world Atlanta.
5: Well,
7: oh. Yeah. How are you guys liking
5: the city?
0: It's amazing. It's so beautiful.
5: Um on the real. When you guys join a show like this, obviously there's gonna be drama, but how, how much of it do you guys want to avoid and how much do you guys want to, like, you know, really get into the passion of it all? That makes any sense? No. <laughs> it makes no sense. No, no. They literally just
7: say, eh, you know what? Those words do no. put in that order. Don't understand. Like the
6: cast of Real World is questioning your intelligence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they want to get into the passion of it all, you
9: guys. <laughs> all guess.
7: right. Mugs, who did you uh, see from um, um, RuPaul's Drag Race? I believe it was Katya and I forgot the other I don't drag know them. Name. So I have Tatoa and Trixie. Oh,
5: oh. But I don't know who that is, so I was hoping you could. Uh, Katya and Trixie, yes. That's okay. Trixie's from- a famous... Trixie Mattel's very mm-hmm. famous yes, drag queen. She's yeah. a big drag queen. Right? Yeah. yeah. You got you, you look beautiful, both of you. And um I do this for all the celebrities and famous people I meet.
7: Uh, Okay. Oh, no. no. He does this for all the celebrities and famous people he meets. Can Mm -hmm. I touch your belt?
5: (laughs) Can I touch your belt? (laughs) Yes. You know, localized on what you guys are known for, and it being RuPaul, I need to sing some RuPaul for you. Oh, no. You better work. Girl. Girl. Work it, girl. Through the world. I think that's all I know. <laughs> I'm Honestly, good. Wall, that could be all he knows. Yeah. How about that? Here he that was wonderful. On his
7: participation. Oh. That was uh,
5: Very nice. They, they were great. I <laughs> can't they believe that
7: worked. Now they're still standing in front of him, and um, he just has a question for them about who they met.
5: Have you guys ever met Eddie Izzard? <laughs> no. That guy's got to do that. He's, a, he's the man. Is he here? I don't think he's here, but you guys... Why is that relevant? Great question. (laughs) Here we go. Why is that relevant? relevant.
10: Uh Uh-oh, someone's not woke.
5: (laughs) (laughs) All drag queens don't know all drag queens.
10: (laughs) (laughs) It's a great
8: follow-up. I mean...
5: All right, Chanel West Coast. Explain to people yeah. who that uh, is. Oh, Chanel geez. West Coast. Maybe the biggest star. Was introduced to us uh, through Rob Deardick's Fantasy Factory. She was the receptionist who mm-hmm. then broke out into rap superstardom. Slow down. Oh, take it easy. <laughs> the rap right yeah. world, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how he has this with him, probably on his phone. But Chanel, you and I, right now, I have found out something very, very awe-inspiring. We have a lot in common. What? Because much like you, I am a white guy. Well... What? you're a white lady I'm a white guy <laughs> <laughs> and people don't take my character very serious on the radio station I work with and I spit hot fire. Okay, is it here. okay if I play play for you my uh, little uh, rap that I did I would love to hear and that. Uh, my name is beer mug so I had to take the name Muggos. So that's, that's my rap name, and, he, and here it is. Tell me what you think. Here, here's a little bit. All right, so now we've, we're a minute in.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's all set up that uh-huh. Muggs is going to play her something that he did that has sure. nothing to do with her or the right, TV show. Correct. Okay. Uh, how did you have it with you? Is that
5: on your phone? Yeah. I have, I, come on, Kevin. I right. need to be yeah, ready like at a, all times, like man. a business card. Yeah. This is my new song called Mumble Rap. <laughs> I'm about to get it. <laughs> I got a pile of coke. Snippet. You got a bottle of coke. Drink it. Roskills are not a joke. Got allergies up in my nose. Sneezin. Pass me the weed and I'll Coughing Exhale all of my smoke. Breathing. Rolling around on the floor. Dying. Call it murder, she wrote. Angela. Oh. Fire, right? Fi- kind of fire So if you ever need it like-, like it'd be like a future song or right. something. Mm. You know? If you ever need anybody like like a hype man on stage, Yeah I, I, mm. people don't take me seriously, but I do know how to write rap. <laughs>
8: Yes. If I need a hype man,
5: you're going to be the first person
7: I hit up. She's laughing at you. She's very
6: nice, I mean, it's being, yeah, she's being
7: sweet. Very polite. Then you interview the powerhouse that is Justina Valentine. Yes.
6: Where is Sandra Bullock? Where is Robert Downey Jr.? I'm looking at
5: all these people. Dude, be be patient.
6: Be patient.
7: Okay. Okay.
5: All right.
6: All right. So this is Justina
5: Valentine. I came out with a song. Okay. It's it's a little bit of Migos style, a little future oh no. style. Stop! I'd never take you for a Migos style type of. Can I play it for you? Absolutely. All right, here oh it is.
7: God, no! Does it again? It's
5: can't stop. Does he do it
7: again? Yes, he does. <laughs> Muggs,
5: Okay, they're, Muggos. Okay, Muggos This is my new song They're
7: not there Muggos. to meet you. About to it, they're, they're talking over the art. Sorry.
5: Got a bottle of coke. Drink it. On He's just a playing joke. his demo Long, up long my flips back. too Yeah yeah. yeah. Give it Call him it just a taste
0: okay. Okay. You like it, like it, like that? I got a bottle of coke, sniff it. sniff it I got a bottle of coke, drink, drink it, it. Yeah, Rhyme right. skills are not a
5: joke, got allergies up in my nose
0: uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Clarit. Claritin
5: so, um, I heard you flowing over there, I'm not much of a on the spot, like yeah. freestyler but I could write a hell of a bait. I could write a hell of a rap. Out of a verse? Write the hell out of it. Okay, pen on fire.
7: Yeah. I can write the hell out
5: of it, I'll tell you that right now. So, if you ever want to hook up in the future. Oh my like God. Or like, work on something. Okay, so, <laughs> like, what did she say? Like, <laughs> it, hits or work on something. I thought she said oh. kiss. Oh, she Iron did say kiss. kiss. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, I thought I misheard it. I'm sorry. You were there. I know. It's been a long. It's been a long week so far. What the hell? It's only Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> if you ever want to hook up in the future, like kiss or like work on something, both. Very forward. Very forward. Oh. Putting it all on the table. I see. Oh, I love her. Christina, you're awesome. All right, so we got those interviews. Yeah.
6: So Mugs was there to do interviews for the show, or to get a record deal and a girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Yes.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: yes. And then this is a final wrap up as he tells everybody exactly what he did, who he talked to, how much fun he had. Boom. Boom. Ka, boom. Boom. Boom, ka. Boom, boom, ka, boom. 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 Love you. Peace. Uh- That's it. Uh-
8: Quite
7: quite a wrap up. That's it. Great wrap up, great interviews. Got all the all the A listers. Big
3: stars. He still got it. He still got it. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock.
2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Allie, what's happening?
8: What's going on? Well, we were talking about that uh, bracelet from Amazon that you could essentially shock people that are doing things that are bad habits from eating to uh, pulling out their hair fingernail stuff, you know. Fingernail stuff. Uh, Edwin mentioned that it would be great if maybe the listeners were able oh, no. to oh, shock no, them. No, no, so no,
7: he no. said no. we all should no, get one. No. And then
8: when any of us are doing anything mm. that the listeners deem uh, not great. But isn't that everything? We'd be dead. Yeah. We would be dead, Edwin, <laughs> no, is I what trust, I'm saying. I
10: trust Twitter users with names like Pepperoni Playboy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we
8: love Pepperoni Playboy. <laughs> but there's going to be
6: somebody who, like, hates puns, for instance. Right. And it's just like you just wouldn't be able to do that anymore without getting seriously hurt. I'd be fine.
8: See, now you're into it because you hate puns. <laughs> no. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Also, don't like hearing about Dave Mustaine yesterday. Heavy metal legend revealed that he has throat cancer. And that's forcing Megadeth to scrap most of their remaining shows this year. It's clearly something to be respected and faced head on, he said. But I've faced obstacles before. I'm working closely with my doctors. We've mapped out a treatment plan, which they feel has a 90% success rate. And treatment has already begun. And he talks about how they're going to have to cancel most of the shows this year. However, October's mega cruise, that's five days on a cruise ship from L.A. to Mexico with anthrax, testament, and suicidal tendencies. That's going to go on All right, with his band as a part in it in some form. So... If you are going on the mega cruise, don't worry. You will still see them in some respect.
6: Well, fingers crossed for Dave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, he survived getting kicked out of Metallica and is still alive. I'm sure he can beat cancer.
4: Yeah. They're someone, different. Someone want
6: to shock them real quick or no?
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
6: saying that was I'm just saying that was a tough hurdle to get over. That's all. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
8: A lot of people think like losing a job is a lot like cancer.
6: But Metallica, though, imagine you used to be in Metallica, then you get kicked out, and then you you look at what they became. Right. That's yeah. that. That'd be tough. That'd be a tough way to go,
7: man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna just,
4: I'm gonna just keep it a bean. Go out
7: on a limb here and say we we get it. We get mm-hmm. it. okay. All right. The I feel like there was some no, some doubt. Okay. No.
8: So, Bonnaroo happened over the weekend, and a lot of uh, different wardrobe choices were questioned.
10: What's going on?
8: Well, <laughs> Cardi B didn't let a little wardrobe malfunction stop her performance. She ripped the backside of her multicolored beaded jumpsuit, and she informed the audience, I'm going to go handle this real quick. Then she came back just wearing a bathrobe. <laughs> nope,
9: no. Nope.
8: Uh Came back just wearing a bathrobe. That she wore for the rest of the set. And she says, It was
6: hilarious. We're going
8: to keep it moving, baby. We're going to keep it sexy. Because if I have learned anything, bathrobes are super sexy. (laughs) And it was a big old hotel bathrobe. Yes, it was like one of those ones that you wear when you're like, uh, you're not getting any tonight. That's funny. You know this, right? Because I'm wearing this bathrobe. It's your no sex bathrobe. Ladies, we all have one.
6: 24-7. I know about that.
8: Yeah. However, Post Malone had quite the outfit. Did you see it? I
9: didn't. Mm-mm.
8: Well, it had uh, little black and white pictures of a very beloved woman oh. all over, head to toe. I did
6: hear about this. This is a surprise.
8: It's a surprise. But if you guys, if you guys think about who is just... So loved across genres. Just somebody that you're like, oh my God, everyone has w- something wonderful to say about this person. Can I guess? You can.
3: Give it up for Limp Bizkit!
8: Fred Durst all <laughs> over. No, no, it was not Limp Bizkit. Uh, can I guess? Sure. Steve. It was not Steve, but oh do it's I love a great Steve. Guess so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Always there when you want him to hit it. Was it um I uh, say Jerry Garcia? Nope, not mm-hmm. Jerry Garcia, but very loved, absolutely.
10: Was it uh Willie Tanner?
8: No. No, not even sure that that is. Mother <laughs> Farley. It was not Chris Farley.
10: Oh I got I do have mm-hmm. one real this yeah. is a real one. Kaiser Permanente?
8: It was not. That's not actually a hospital. Not really <laughs> oh, a
10: person. Oh, a name.
8: Yeah, yeah. The
7: hospital's named after a person, though. So. Named I'm Kaiser sure. Permanente? Yeah.
8: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <gasps> Bill Hader. No, ma'am. However, I would like a outfit with just Bill Hader's face all over it.
6: All right. I think I got it.
8: Okay.
10: Is it Dick <laughs> that is a great guess.
9: I
8: like that outfit as well. Yep. Nope, uh, it is, it is I, nope. not tick. Uh,
10: okay, don't answer because I, I I'm on to it. Mm-hmm. Frankenstein.
8: Nope. Hmm. Not it's a beloved person that people across genres just could love. It, okay, uh-huh. could it
10: could it be
6: more than one person? Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine, and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
8: Oh. This is uh, someone that, um, that's got what you need. Though. Oh, I got it
9: then. You got what you need.
4: Pikachu. <laughs> no, it's, it's
8: Pikachu, first of all, sir.
4: Okay. I have one. Okay. Arnold Braunschweiger.
8: No. Sir.
4: I <laughs> don't even know Arnold <laughs> No,
8: I don't even know who that is. You want me to just to, just to tell you?
4: Well, let me get one more try. One more. Okay. The Prime Minister, the right honorable Winston Churchill.
8: No, I don't think he's <laughs> beloved across I all feel genres. Like
7: we're narrowing in on it though. I feel like uh, we're do? just about to get it. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay, then here. Joe Moss.
10: I don't know who Joe Moss is. <laughs> who
9: is Joe Moss? It's
10: Jensen. Joe Moss. It's just a, a name I It's <laughs> a dude. <laughs> so dumb. Okay, but you do know who. Yeah. Super-sized model Monica.
1: You know who that no, is, right? It's, no. Mm. No. Salim abu
10: Uh-uh. Joanna Man?
8: Yes, it is Joanna.
10: It is Joanna Man. Yes. How about that? James.
8: Finally got to it. Hugh James.
4: No. I'm Sai Sprouling, president of Hair Club for Men.
8: That would be quite a look. No. George Wilba. mm <laughs> No, nope. don't even know who George Wilba is. I'm Professor all... What's-is-nuts. Not <laughs> Professor whats It's nuts Now you guys aren't even trying. Debbie? Debbie.
9: It's just, I'm Debbie. just Debbie.
10: I'm all about regular names. Love it. <laughs> is More it Jeff? Krim?
8: No. Uh-uh.
0: Arnold Braunschweiger.
8: <laughs> Listen, we, we've we already heard from that guy. Von Mila! Okay, it's Dolly Parton. Oh. Oh, it's Dolly Parton, Dolly.
10: Guys. That was my next one up.
8: It's Dolly Parton. Okay. It's just a whole outfit with Dolly's face all over it. That's cool. cool. She got word of it and wrote, Love the outfit from head to toe, Post Malone, followed by a winky emoji. Oh,
6: it's oh. on. Mm. Okay. Tommy Parton knows who Post Malone is. That's a weird world we live in. Yeah, I
8: feel or like she, she... Social
6: media manager does.
8: She knows everything.
7: She, she seems to, yeah.
8: She's amazing. I love everything about her. Thank you. <laughs> Some birthdays for you. Blake Shelton, Richard Madden, Josh Dunn, and I don't know, the guy that created many bops, none quite as good as this. Beat
9: free one day. It's a fun day.
6: That is all around the world. I mean, unquestionably, his greatest uh, work mm. ever.
10: Yes.
1: It's a fun day. Great lyrics.
8: Mm. all
6: around mm. the world. Really tough to find anything yeah. wrong with
3: this. Mm. Suck it, hey Jude.
8: Right? Yeah. Happy birthday, Sir Paul McCartney. And that's what's happening.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Guys, I, um...
6: I think I made a mistake. What's up? Mm I have recently fallen in love with Beyond Burgers. Mm Because, you know, I don't eat the cows and haven't for almost 30 years now. And uh, the Impossible Burgers are good. Mm -hmm. The Beyond Burgers are effing amazing. And I can't stop eating them. I love them so much. I had not had anything that tasted like meat in years in my mouth. And now the Beyond Burgers are out. I'm enjoying hamburgers all the time. And they're great. Well, here's the mistake mistake I made. I did not realize that I am going to be part of a new race of soulless creatures because I am eating plant-based meat alternatives. Mm. That is the word from a program called End Times. Rick Wiles is the minister's name. Yes, end Allie? End
9: Times.
6: End Times. Is How am the- I
8: not listening to something yeah, no, called End Times?
6: <laughs> end Times, I know.
8: <laughs> Apparently,
6: it's some sort of a organization, some sort of a... A group, a network that uh, deals with, uh, you know, the the, the coming um, of the Lord, I guess. I, I, I mean, say. honestly, I think we all got that. Yeah. <laughs> so his name is Rick Wiles, and he is very upset by this this new trend of how popular Impossible Burger and Beyond Meat are. And he laid it out for us, and I think it's time for us to spread
4: the word. When mm. you go to your favorite fast food restaurant, you're going to be eating a fake hamburger. You're going to go to the grocery store and buy a pound of fake hamburger or a fake steak, and you won't know that it was grown in some big corporation's laboratory.
6: Now, I don't know Uh, where he thought we thought the product was coming from, (laughs) but I think... It's not a surprise. It's they're not fooling you with it. They're not putting it into your food without your permission. I mean, when you order a fake burger,
10: you're doing it on purpose because that's what you want. The and, way uh,
7: he's talking about it is, he's talking about the
6: devil.
10: Uh, and if he yes. And if he thinks the lab is crazy, for impossible and beyond, wait till he hears what he, they do to the cows. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's going to be very.
6: That's going to be very bad news for you. I mean, don't we all accept that it's made in a, in a at a corporate laboratory yeah, right of course yes. i mean that's Start that's how that's how food is made too by the way mm-hmm. all right he
4: returns. this is the nightmare world that they're taking us into now who's the they <laughs> in this Who thing? Is they is it I the think think people making the fake the fake meat big meat oh big meat yeah uh, okay this is the nightmare world that they're taking us into they're changing god's creation why because they want to be god
9: okay, mm-hmm.
6: Wait, okay. Oh, uh, what I know. That was a that was a leap for me too. They're changing God's creation because they are taking plants and figuring out a way to turn them into animal something, tasting animal looking something edible, yeah. yeah.
7: But aren't the plants also God's creation? And don't edible. Edible? Th- <laughs> and
6: and I don't I mean I don't, I don't think the I don't think the plants mine. I think the plants are good with it, aren't I they? Don't well, maybe so. I would so. assume so. Okay, so okay, more
4: they want to do exactly what Lucifer did before the flood. It's why God destroyed it. Okay. What? <laughs> I'm no biblical scholar. Run that by me again, would you? Okay.
6: I'm Again, I don't know anything about the Bible, but
4: this statement. They want to do exactly what Lucifer did before the flood. It's why God destroyed it. Because we're
6: taking plants and turning them into hamburgers, we're doing exactly what Satan did before God destroyed the earth
10: with the flood? flood. Help me with the connection here, you guys. Uh, I'm not seeing I, it. I think... I don't get I, it. I can't. I really can't. But I assume okay. this is a... Man, we're manipulating... I mean, listen, to get into the mind of an idiot. We're manipulating plants to be like beef in the same way men are trying to be women. You know what I mean? Like, I think he sees it as sort Hello, of... Say,
7: he sees it as the we're, same we're, thing? Yes.
10: I think he thinks we're going against God's work. Like, God wants us to eat these God burgers. wants us to eat cows. He doesn't cows. want us to eat plants cows. Right, but I mean this isn't They grow plant cows?
7: <laughs> well, that's, that's crazy. I mean, you got to
10: see what these cups are doing. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy snowflake world. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like, I mean, even look, I
6: dis- I would disagree with him if he said this, but it's not even like we're cloning animals no. or anything like that. We're no. literally just taking a plant and figuring out a way to process it so that it tastes better. Yes. That's
7: all How we're doing. How is it doing? possible for somebody to take this, this line on this topic? I just, It doesn't I don't, even make sense. It, it doesn't. Well, he, he's not done.
4: He, not he said he regretted that he ever made mankind because they were destroying his creation. The Bible says God is coming back to destroy those who are destroying the earth. Okay. Now, help me out here. Mm. It, it, isn't
6: the production of livestock... One of the major problems that we have in this world today in terms of not only the methane gas that you've heard about, but just how much uh, how much grazing needs to be done to keep mm-hmm. those cows alive, the slaughterhouse practices, I mean, the impact that it has on the world, we, we would all be healthier. And climate change would be reduced... What's climate
10: change? climate change is false. If
6: we ate more plant-based diet, right? I mean, everybody knows and agrees with that.
10: Am I wrong about that? Uh, No, you're right. right. Except the idea that this guy doesn't even believe climate change is a thing.
6: Yeah,
4: I mean, I I just, again, I don't get where he's coming from here. So God is an environmentalist. Hmm. He takes this very seriously. He created this planet. He created the universe. Then why did he let Al Gore lose? If God's really <laughs> an environmentalist,
6: <laughs> what's with the stupid Electoral College?
4: And he's watching these Luciferians destroy his planet, destroy the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. Again, we're not destroying the animal kingdom. I understand saying that. If anything, yes. he's saving the Sav- animal kingdom. Saving the animal yes. kingdom.
6: Yes, you're saving cows for plants, which we can grow.
4: Mm-hmm. Change human DNA. Why? They want to change human DNA so that you can't be born again. Okay.
9: Uh, oh, all
4: right. Oh, See? Well, now I, it knew, makes sense. I, I knew wish you he was getting there.
6: I yeah.
9: knew, knew it.
4: it.
6: Yeah. Okay. How, how, wow. does, yeah. how does me eating a Beyond Burger change my DNA, and how does that affect me not being able to get born again? He's talking about spiritually, right? Mm, I, I would hope. Like, yep. I can't accept Jesus into my heart if I eat an impossible burger. Correct. Well, you've
8: been taken over by the Luciferians that all are trying to change your DNA. I and d- then God's going to be all, woo, flood, <laughs> no more. For cows.
7: Oh, I like the way you say it better.
8: Yeah. <laughs> Allie, you should
6: write your own version of the Bible. The New Testament Thank according you. to Allie. Thank I, you. you really do summarize it for me.
4: Well, all right, so change we're changing DNA, I guess. That's where they're going with this. To change the the DNA of humans, so it will be impossible for a human to be born again. I just I'm just trying to have a burger.
6: Right. <laughs> I'm just starving. I'm just trying to have Not a burger. Not fond of eating cows
7: <laughs> and yeah. hungry.
4: And hungry, right. It just seems like so. it's kind of, kind of a win-win. They're, they're, they want to create a race of soulless creatures oh. on this planet.
6: Okay, a race of soulless creatures, right. you guys. Okay. Sign me up to be
3: soulless. (laughs) The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.
6: Yesterday was the 25th anniversary of the uh, slow speed chase with O.J. Simpson and the White Ford Bronco with Al Mm Callings. A couple days before that was the anniversary of the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. So this was an interesting weekend for O.J. Simpson to decide he was going to join social media. He uh, opened up a Twitter account, you guys. That was a shocker. Yep. (laughs) We were all a little bit surprised. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what his his first message was on Twitter, and then we'll tell you why we're bringing it up.
4: Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything.
6: By the way, he never says his own name in any of his posts.
0: He always calls himself
6: yours Yours truly. truly. Isn't that weird? Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there.
1: So this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one.
0: So this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do.
9: Whoa, <laughs> God bless. Take
10: care. <laughs> Whoa. You do not ever want to hear him say I got a little getting even to
0: do. <laughs> you know, also, so,
7: the
10: casual way he dropped it in what? is yes. just bone showing. By the way, who are these people
6: who have a fake OJ Simpson account? Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your life, sir? <laughs> so I haven't looked this morning. Can you look real quick, uh, Jensen or Allie, and see how many followers he has right now? But it really surprised me how many people went out of their way to click that follow button on a double murderer.
10: 715,000. In like four days. Yeah. Almost three quarters of a million people. I have forty-three followers in common with OJ Simpson. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Allie, you saw this. You were yeah. not you were not pleased with where humanity was headed.
8: Uh, no, absolutely not. What possessed you to click that follow button? Or what possessed you to hit that retweet button?
10: I, I I'll tell you something I did. I retweeted it because I thought it was a deep fake. I genuinely thought, I really did think it was a deep fake. OJ Simpson goes on Twitter and says he has to get even with people. That is a Black Mirror. If that was a Black Mirror episode, you'd be like, that's too much. That could easily be a deep fake.
6: That's that's, interesting. That certainly wasn't why most people were interacting with the account, though. Most people believed it was OJ. I couldn't imagine. I would think. Don't you think there's just
7: some curiosity as to what is he going to say? How is he going to say it? And don't you think most of those people will just move on? after two days or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, he's not going to be entertaining. Here's yeah, what I... He's also not going to
6: trip up and admit to something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... But, Ali, didn't you feel like most of the people who interacted with the account, if you looked at the comments... We're looking at it as an opportunity to tell him what an awful person he was.
8: I honestly didn't look at the comments. Same, I, I didn't see anything. blocked him right away. I don't, I don't even want him on my timeline. Yet people quote tweeting him like, oh, I'm going to dunk on OJ now. <laughs> You're bringing that toxicity to my timeline. Just by having them on there, I don't understand it. I don't get people and people that are like, oh, it's just it's a dumpster fire and I just want to watch it. You're adding to that dumpster fire. You think so? Absolutely. You're you're rewarding it in some way because a follow for a person like that just emboldens them. Like, look at all these people that want to hear what I have to say, whether you think it or not. You're helping Bill
7: Cosby tweeted that that wasn't cool. And then, so I retweeted that.
10: Bill <laughs> <He laughs> Cosby did tweet the also same. Also tweeted on Sunday. He yeah. called himself America's Dad, I believe. He yes, did. he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happened. Sunday
6: was a weird day for Twitter, by the way, which is which is already a company that is struggling with so much hate speech, and now you're putting Bill Cosby and O.J. Simpson on it. But I'm I mean, going to tell you, the platform's open
10: for anybody. I, I will admit to this. I would never follow O.J. Simpson. I knew that immediately. I was like, okay, now that I know it's real, I'm not going to follow O.J. Simpson. But it will be very difficult for me to not watch a video he posts, whether it's on CNN.com, which it'll make. Or any of those places, because at this point it is very, I it's a it's an unknown territory in which I am sh- scared to see where it goes. Meaning, he's stepping possibly into it. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I just think there's something very very odd about this one, more than the Bill Cosby one, because I his wife has been tweeting from that yeah. for a while. So in this case, it's just there is a person who we all know got away with murder and is now saying he needs to get even with people via social media.
6: Well, and a lot of people are taking advantage
10: of access to O.J. to be able to say the things they wish they could say to him, to his face,
6: like, mm-hmm. oh, it's about time you took a stab at social media. Boom! I'm, I'm pretty sure you will fit in like a glove. Boom! Hey, O.J., big fan, I'm in need of a pair of gloves. What's your f- favorite place to purchase them from?
10: Pow! <laughs> you got him. You got a <laughs> Uh
6: So, I mean, is there is there anything in that, in, in the public shaming alley, of people being able to tell O.J., hey? all is not forgiven we still hate you you're still awful
8: i mean if that if that's what what gets you off sure i'm gonna publicly shame a double murderer mm-hmm. no just uh, why why even interact why even do the engagement
7: all right follow him
8: or
10: bill cosby or anybody else that just is socially unredeemable because i do remember there was a time I think before he ran for president that I followed Donald Trump. And then at a certain point... Yeah, there was a while. I was like, I don't want to have... But I still know all his tweets because of the news.
6: Yes. Well, because it's hard. it makes news when it comes from the president. Yeah.
10: All right, let me throw this
6: out there. I'm not sure if this analogy totally works, but while we wait for some calls to come in, 1-800-520-1067. Engaging in OJ, acknowledging OJ, dismissing OJ, criticizing him... Isn't it kind of like, Ali, if if there were a Nazi rally in town, I can see the argument, ignore them, don't give them the publicity, don't in, interact with them, leave them alone, just let them do their thing and, and they'll evaporate because they won't be causing any, you know, they won't be causing a stir. Or you can be the guy who says, I'm not going to allow that. I need to be involved in this. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to counter protest because what they're doing is evil and awful and wrong. And they need to know that the world is not okay with it and what they're doing.
8: Isn't it sort of like that? No, these people you're- aren't counter-protesting OJ. They're clicking a follow button because <laughs> this is this is cool. I can't wait to see what he says. What? Well, no, but I think not- a lot of,
6: but I really do think a lot of people are doing it because they hate him. They're not doing it because they support him
10: or they okay. want him to be more popular. Who does that serve? You're saying that that a follow is like a it's currency. Is that what yes. We, yeah. Okay.
8: Yes, and who does that serve? If you're following someone because you hate them, mm-hmm. that's destroying your spirit. Like you are not serving anyone with a hate follower or what anything you're like that. is that
6: OJ will read this guy? Hey, could I get your opinion on how you got away with murdering your wife? And it will let him for another second realize that oh, we all know he okay. did Okay.
8: Yeah, you're trying to uh, strike some empathy within a sociopath. Oh, that makes sense. Well, technically, no. when you say it that way. No. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, someone's going to get through to him with a pow joke about gloves? No. You're just doing it because you think, oh, look at me. I'm going to own O.J. Simpson. No, you're not going to own O.J. Simpson. The guy got away with a double murder. He owns all of you.
10: Also, I, well, that's a weird uh, statement yes. to say. But I, I, do th- I have read many theories that O.J. Simpson believes he's innocent. Like, he, oh, like you he's convinced convince himself, himself. Oh, I think like he he's convinced yeah. himself of it. So even if he's reading those things, I don't know if he's being like, you know, I got He's going to say
7: haters going to hate. That's right. what he's going to say because that's a good catch-all for anyone that doesn't agree with him, which is absurd.
6: I mean, he is a sociopath, and he probably does believe he didn't do it. He probably believes his own BS. But right. I think people feel a little bit better if they have the opportunity to let O.J. know that we know he's lying and we know he didn't get away
7: with so it. So Bean follows O.J.
6: That's what I do know. not. Yeah, I do not follow O.J. Oh. I, I, and I would not write to OJ, but I I totally get where Ali is coming from. But that's why I think this is an interesting conversation to have. So if you're following OJ, if you're one of the seven hundred and fifteen thousand people who is following the following the OJ Simpson account, or you're following Bill Cosby, or you're following somebody else who's socially and morally uh, reprehensible, like Michael we,
8: Rappaport. like who are you people? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Be- I mean, beer right. mug, for, for instance. Beer mug, right? Agreed. You know, sort of the that, same. That's what we're looking for. What makes you, or if you have a theory on why other people would want these people in their timeline, we want to hear from you. 1 800 520 1067. Your call's next on K Rock.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
7: All right, listen, we're going to do our best to not be judgmental. Mm-hmm. But you guys are pieces of dirt if you... Wow. I, <laughs> I <don't> know that <laughs> I, that I agree with that? That? No, I it's that's not. Really Come on now.
6: <laughs> I'm interested to hear the thought process. Right, <laughs> that's it's what like, I meant. You make a decision with every time you hit the <laughs> follow what button what <laughs> on social media. You make a decision as to if this person is worth your time. And I'm curious as to the people who are following O.J. Simpson, like our man Grayson from Anaheim, who joins us now on line 10. Hey, Grayson.
1: Hey, guys. Um, so I've been listening for the last 10 years, and first-time caller, um, being called a piece of dirt for the first time, basically <laughs> making all my dreams come
7: true. So thank you
1: for that. Sorry, Grace, That's you're welcome. That was just a joke, but go ahead. No, no I totally get it. Okay. I really love the show. Anyway, um, much like – and I'm going to try to cite Bean as best I could. Um, much like when he started Twitter, he just followed people because he likes to stay current. And tw- I know yesterday was a 25-year anniversary, but everything he still does is pop culture. I mean – him talking about getting even. I mean, within an hour of him in an account, Andrew Siciliano tweeted it out, and he, you know, he usually gets everything right. And it's just fascinating to follow him. I, mm-hmm. I can't help myself. So it's you terrible. just,
6: you just, you, you're not an OJ fan or supporter, but you just feel like it's worth knowing what he's doing and what's going on in his world.
1: Absolutely, I'm kidding. I kidding not He's mo- one of the most reprehensible people in the world. Like I've, the fact that he managed to get off—that's a whole other issue. But yeah, he's. I just can't help it. He's probably going to do something again. I mean, look at the Vegas thing a few years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Obviously, the whole deal 25 years ago. I mean, it just feels like something that I have to know about once it happens. But, it, but why are you not following Bill Cosby? Because what about all the rapes? It's Unfortunately, that logic could easily be used for that. And it's it doesn't make any sense. Following OJ doesn't make sense. The fact that I don't also follow Bill Cosby doesn't make sense. It's just mm-hmm. something that I think. I guess he that's where I draw limits. the line. He has that's his limit. Sure, line. of course. Yes.
8: Rapists, bad. Murderers, okay. <laughs>
10: How many? A couple? Okay. <laughs> I will say, though, the uh, there's, a, oh, hello? Sorry. there's a small yep. point um, with... That we pop culturalized mm-hmm. the OJ murders, we did. There were like mm-hmm. let the juice loose shirts. Right. There were like Pogs with his face on them. Right, free OJ free everywhere. OJ. And we have not done that with Bill Cosby. So when mm-hmm. you, there is a still weirdly, and there's no reason for it. There is still a sense of humor with the OJ murders. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. think the Grayson, Goldman's and
8: they don't agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. disagree. But sure. I'm yeah. telling
10: you, as a culture, pop culturally. There has been jokes about the O.J. Simpson murder for a long... I mean, they were dancing iDos guys.
8: Yeah. yeah.
6: It's different. Grayson, uh, I'm glad you called. We appreciate you listening for so long. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thanks, so. guys. we got a bad person in our midst here, you guys. Right? <laughs> um, he works down the hall doing his own radio show right now on AMP. Hey, Brian Moots. How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. good. You're following O.J.? Yeah, man. You got to keep, you know, keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Know when the danger's going to happen.
9: <laughs> A I better wanna, answer,
6: to be honest. You know, I, I
5: follow Just him. Just in case he's, he's
6: t- coming after you? <laughs> you never know.
7: Okay. Never, look,
5: I follow him the same reason I follow Donald Trump. You want to know where their head's at? You want to know, you know, if, if he's knifing into people's DMs, I want to be aware
9: of it.
8: So I don't follow Donald Trump, but God, I hear about him. I know all about him on Twitter. I don't feel like you have to follow someone like a Donald Trump or an O.J. Simpson to hear about them all the time. Suck it! That's
2: an accurate,
10: fair point. Okay. That's, okay. I don't have a rebuttal for that other than, you know what, I find it entertaining.
2: Ooh.
10: I mean, that's the honest truth. And, and by the way, he is uh, agreeing with 750,000 people Look, yeah, uh, yeah, in four days. In his I, opening video, he tweeted that he had a lot of people to get even with. I just want to yeah. make
5: sure I'm not on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was
10: listening to Amp this morning. And
6: I, found- <laughs> <laughs> Al, I don't want to put words in Ali's mouth, but if I can summarize, Brian, before you came in, she was just saying, why do you want that negativity and that toxicity in your timeline? shouldn't it be a happier place? It's the same reason that I answer unknown phone numbers on my cell phone. I just need... <laughs> You're that guy? I just need
10: hey, chaos oh. in my life. So that's it. You make bad decisions across the board. That's right.
8: he's baby Kevin.
9: I'm insistently
10: you? You're like a true crime podcast waiting to happen.
6: <laughs> You'll know if I don't show up in a couple of days what happened. Yeah. All right, Brian. Thanks thank for you. uh, putting your head in. We and appreciate it. And you
8: smell it. great.
6: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Let's, do, uh, let's do one more only because it's a different theory we haven't heard before. It's going to be uh, Omar Omar in Fresno. Fresno, I say Fres yes.
1: Omar, welcome to the Kevin Abin Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Uh, well, considering the events involving OJ took place 25 years ago, mm-hmm. and most social media users are around that age or early 20s, Mm-mm. they okay. have no idea why they're following them.
9: Well,
6: uh, he, I, why would, I would they think follow even, him? even the most casual Observer of the world knows that O.J. Simpson was accused of murder, though. I mean, he's more famous for that than he is being a football player.
1: They didn't live through the whole trial. They didn't live through the Edo, through the Kato Kalen, They didn't live through the glove.
8: Omar, I think you're thinking people on Twitter are a lot younger than they are. Twitter and Facebook both skew a lot older than any other social media and also, these are not, definitely people that were around and
10: it's not like O.J. Simpson put out like a, a great like techno record like he doesn't have something else that you could like kids could put him at. does that make sense like he's still I, I think they he's know he's still as a, only known for what he yeah, did I, in the past well I think they only know him as a murderer, not a football player or a yeah. you know a, a commercial guy or yeah. a naked gun yeah
9: what happens
1: when somebody tweets something and O.J. hits life on it
10: I mean that's a question we're gonna have to ask yeah They're Uh, going to pin that tweet forever.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. I hope you're wrong on every single thing you said out of your mouth, Omar.
7: But we appreciate you
6: listening, and thanks for calling. Thank you. All right.
7: I did get a text from Lightning, our former producer. Oh, good. Bean has a painting by John Wayne Gacy. Mm Mm-hmm. Serial killer. And one of a naked O.J. Simpson. How that is, is that different than following them
10: on social media?
8: might be worse. You contributed to their their funds.
10: Well, I don't know if O.J. got states. paid for the naked O.J. painting.
8: Well, he gets paid every time. But
10: he's got a painting. <laughs> yeah. Jonah Ray is coming up right after <laughs> 8. Don't miss it.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. rock?
6: Allie, it's your turn. What's happening?
8: I am so excited that Jonah Ray is coming in. because I love that dude. He brought me so much joy when uh, the Game of Thrones uh, situation, I'll call it, was happening. Where he wound up tweeting about the, guys that, the guy that started the petition for them to redo to... the final season. The whole
7: season, yeah.
8: And he tweeted essentially, like, come on, dorks. Let's get over it. <laughs> and he was inundated with tweets that went on for quite some time and his responding to people was one of the funniest things I've ever seen.
6: Well, he's a professional comedian so he knows how to handle a heckler.
8: Oh, but it was it was just so good.
6: <laughs> I want to talk to him about all the blowback he got when he made a mild joke about Guy Fieri. Did you see that? No. no. Oh, you don't want to get the Guy Fieri heads against you. I mean, I'm a Guy
10: Fieri head, so this is troubling for
6: me. Oh, Oh, no. I hope you'll be okay. I won't. We'll discuss when Jonah comes in.
8: All right. Well, the reason I bring this up is because Game of Thrones last season drew a lot of opinions, almost as many opinions as it drew eyeballs. And actress Lena Headey addressed fans' disappointment over her character's anticlimactic death. That was Cersei Lannister who... Just was hit by rubble, really, and taken out. Yeah, and
6: they really didn't show anything until a couple episodes later. They finally, uh, 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 you know, moved some rocks aside, and then you could see that they were dead. But it was very anticlimactic.
8: Well, it was to her, too. (laughs) She said, (laughs) I will say I wanted a better death. Obviously, you dream of your death. You could go in any way on that show. So I was kind of gutted. But I just think they couldn't have pleased everyone. I feel like they could have killed her better too.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: All of a sudden, she's just like, "Oh no, rubble!"
9: <laughs> yeah, so,
8: six our, seconds
6: in, give me something dramatic. So, yeah. do, do we want them to reshoot it? Is we want them to, doing? to reshoot so so. it. Okay. Our I have right. a petition.
8: I'm going to see if Jonah can retweet it. Excellent. Okay, it's going to go real well. It's about time. Hey, Empire, what's going on on that set? <laughs> you've <got>
6: Jesse... <laughs> They're not giving you enough to do, apparently.
8: Wow, Jesse Smollett uh, had his own legal issues. I don't know if you recall that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, some think he, he might have faked a hate crime. Um, charges have been dropped. And then you've got Terrence Howard, who's being investigated for tax fraud. And then the youngest brother on the show was just arrested and booked yesterday. But this is something. It's like okay, compared to those two,
10: was it like parking tickets?
8: Yeah, almost. He didn't have registration, and uh, didn't have proper insurance, and didn't have his driver's license. So he was arrested and booked, then released after paying a two thousand dollars bond. You gotta step it up,
9: yeah, right? For sheer
8: gray, you gotta you gotta do something bigger in order to really get on our radar for people now, messing up on the set of Empire.
6: Now is he being written out of the next season too?
8: I think he's okay. I think he's all right. But uh, it's,
10: scary. it's scary. I think it's time to put that show down.
8: Well, it's going to be last their last season. season. Yeah. Do
10: you watch it? No. No, I don't. I, I can't imagine people have been with it from the beginning.
8: I watched the first season and loved it. Yeah, it was it. great. It was, it was amazing. Great. Yeah, first season was Second great. Second season, I was like, what What exactly <laughs> are you guys doing here? What is, what's happening? And then I was out. Yeah, me too. But I really did enjoy it that first season. It was great. Oh, cookie. Okay,
6: yeah. it started on
7: they cookie. need to go back and reshoot all of the seasons after season. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
10: want, Sign up for our petition. Yes. It's online right. now at yeah. krock.com. The entire thing.
7: Okay. So we
6: can get any show yeah, remade mm-hmm. if we
7: decided we were dissatisfied Absolutely. with it. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Everyone knows that. Just a couple signatures. That's all you need. That's
9: how it works. Uh,
8: guys, did you see this woman in England that told her co-workers she wants a cake featuring Mariah Carey for her birthday? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> instead, she got a cake with Marie Curie on it. <laughs> they, uh, they kind of misunderstood the order that's funny that's amazing which uh, Mariah found out about and wound up tweeting this could have been me if only I hadn't failed remedial math and I felt that I felt yes, fully seen by Mariah Carey but can you imagine you get Marie Curie and you're like, I don't even know who this woman is. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's chemistry.
7: At first you're going, it's a bad picture, Mariah. She doesn't look great.
8: <laughs> However, the woman's uh, sister that wound up, or cousin, wound up tweeting the picture. And she noted, mm, Marie Curie looks very festive.
6: I want to know who this person is working behind the cake counter in England who yes. didn't know who Mariah Carey was but
8: knew who Marie <laughs> Curie I was. I love it so very much. Love it so much. Hello.
6: She was the uh, first woman to ever win a Nobel uh, Prize, by the way.
8: Uh, physics fun fact. Nobel Prize in 1903. Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't have yeah. that information. Uh, it's her research into radioactivity. By the way, she also discovered uh, radium and polonium.
9: Mm-hmm. I Same. mean...
8: Sure. Yeah, sure. She died like from that radioactivity that she was studying. That's a real bummer, right? I'm
10: going to bring it down. But you Mariah loves- Carey is still alive, you guys. Right?
8: She is very much alive. Probably. Same with
10: Marie Kondo. She could have been in this mix, too. Oh, <laughs>
8: she could have.
10: Which uh, one wrote uh, All I Want for
6: Christmas is You? Was that Marie
10: Curie? Yes. Okay.
8: Yeah, she won the Nobel Prize for that. Okay. All right. What so- about
10: Mary she- Carey, former uh, Los Angeles uh, politician, oh. also adult film star? gubernatorial mm-hmm. oh, candidate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Throw her yeah. into the mix. Sure. What
8: about Mary Cherry from oh. the
10: show Popular? That would work. Yeah. That's a fictitious character.
8: Ah, uh, it is. It's Leslie Goldman. All right, fair. Yeah. Put him in the mix. Yeah.
10: All right. Yeah. Anyone else? Friends. Anyone got one? By the way, I pick. said Leslie Mary Goldman. Poppins. I mean, that's all. And like you didn't Grossman. correct me.
8: My friend Leslie Grossman. Yeah. <laughs>
10: uh,
8: <laughs> Married Sherry, though one of one of the best characters ever on television.
10: No, I, Are I, we out? I think I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I'll come up with one in a couple of breaks, and then everyone will look at me like odd, sure. and then we'll, okay. and then I'll probably um, feel embarrassed. Pretty sure we mind that for everything it's worth. Fair.
8: Happy birthday. Drummer of 21 Pilots, Josh Dunn, Richard Madden, Blake Shelton, and just one. What about Mary Cheney?
6: That's it. I knew you'd have one. What about Mary Cheney
10: get one. senator from Wyoming? What about Margaret Cho? Am I going too far? Yeah, you went too far. I'll I'll see you guys later. Okay, bye.
8: (laughs) (laughs) And happy birthday to just one of the greats that Kevin has hung up on, Sir Paul McCartney. We don't, Go ahead. Hit it. We don't Steve. I
6: don't know if we'll ever have a chance to do this again, Sir Paul, but thank you so much for the time. It's a real honor to have you, you on the program Listen, today.
7: a really nice interview. So, oh, I hope to see you at the ex- Absolutely, sir. Thanks for the
1: Let's call. Make it a day. <laughs> thank bye bye. bye. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. Oops.
7: <laughs> I mean, it happens. It was done, right?
8: Well, you made it so. <laughs> and that's what's happening.
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock, K-Rock, Q.
8: Jonah Ray has
7: joined us in studio.
8: Hey, Jonah Ray. Hey. Gonna, hey.
7: I'm going to jump in and start talking while Allie's talking on the
11: air about it's something else.
8: Richard Belzer, like you
11: <laughs> <laughs> The bells, baby. <laughs> How are you, Jonah? I'm doing all right. Uh, thanks for having me. The last time I was here was a while back, but it was raining still, so... It's a, I feel like every time it's gloomy. Is I it raining show now? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, we don't oh. know these type of things. Yeah. No, We're in a dungeon. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it just
8: June gloom or is it actual rain? <laughs>
11: <laughs> no, it's the apocalypse. Start. You guys did You guys should <laughs> be checking online. <laughs> the funny. apocalypse oh, no. started. You know I we've did been waiting. We've all been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. We've been on the heels. Wouldn't now it be here. funny
7: if it was happening and we just had no idea? <laughs> We're sitting here like making yucks. Yes. What else we do? I, I do
11: notice. Remember that- as
10: I lived making yucks. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, <laughs> yeah. making yucks,
11: grasping his chest and asking God for more time.
10: <laughs> I, I do notice that if the
6: rapture is part of that uh, that apocalypse, none of us are leaving. We all seem to still be here. Oh, I mm-hmm. think that's a given.
7: Yeah, that'd be
11: great. It'd be uh, just great music and easygoing people. You know? lot sure. less traffic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so much less judgment too. If we could just
4: get rid of those. <laughs>
6: Those Christians, right? <laughs> uh, Jonah, you are a uh, comedian, podcaster, actor, host, uh, musician. You do it all. What are you spending most of your time doing these days? Sleeping. Getting in fights on Twitter. I get, I get in
11: fights on Twitter. I got off Twitter last week, about a week ago, because I, I couldn't. I could. I couldn't do any rights.
8: Was it all the Game of Thrones stuff? The ga-
11: that was the start of it. Uh-huh. Where I, you know, I made like there was uh, there was a petition out. Yes. and it said five hundred thousand Game of Thrones to man. reshoot the whole season eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, And I, you know, I I didn't, I I thought it was funny the way they phrased it. So I just kind of made fun of the headline. Right. 500,000 dorks think they could do a better job. (laughs) And it opened up the floodgates to uh, a lot of anger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just dug in. I dug in. You know, I'm in a place right now where, like, I'm, I'm punchy. It's a... I feel like I grew up being in like mosh pits, like almost like, you know, like a few times a week. And I think I've missed that simulated uh, aggression, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that safe uh, violence, as it were. Sure. And so I just put my heels down and dug in. Oh, it's uh, some yeah, of the best viewing
8: on. I've seen in a long time watching your Twitter feed.
11: Yeah, it was it was three days of my life <laughs> that I'll never, <laughs> never I'll get back. back. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what it is about me that I I just say kind of like, a, you know, this like even the week after. I did a uh, – someone, a Hollywood reporter, I think, said, um, Guy Fieri finally gets a star on the Walk of Fame. And I retweeted it saying, what do you mean finally? <laughs> Which isn't even that – like, that's not even that harsh, uh, really. No, I mean, it's, it's It is mild. a weird
10: thing to say. It's it's mild,
11: yeah. Yeah, and it's just like – it's like finally well, – who like, Alan Arkin doesn't have a star. And I would say, yeah, Alan Arkin finally gets <laughs> yeah, a star sure. on the Walk of Fame. And, like, uh, the people who – were coming after me, We're like, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, nice, uh, real smart comedy going after the low-hanging fruit of Guy Fieri. I was like, who are you defending wow. here? <laughs> <laughs> are they on my side? That's uh, crazy. I,
10: <laughs> as I've stated many times on the show, I am a Guy Fieri head. Mm-hmm. I say it correctly, Fieri. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also think finally is probably the right thing to not say.
11: And I, do, I, th- I think it's great. I, you
10: know, yeah, it's I, great. I, you I, had no you real really problem, with it just, problem with him. Yeah. I have no problem with him. You right. were more problem with the headline writer. Yeah. yeah. Now, why
9: um, did you stop? Amazing.
11: What, why just, Yeah, just too much. I don't know. I need too much to, regression. Need to spend time with my wife. That's a low yeah. priority.
9: Yeah.
11: Yeah, I just um, uh, it was taking up too much time. What are Guy fiery heads called, by the way? Do they have a, a name?
5: Dorks. <laughs> okay. Dorks. <laughs> right down.
11: Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is a good time to say I'll be at the Irvine Improv on Thursday. Uh also look up my name in Sublime.
8: <laughs> I do appreciate though that Jonah often just replies to someone with dork. Like, that's (laughs) all you respond. And people get so irate. You responded to some guy in my feed... With dork. Yeah. And I thought it was the greatest thing because the guy was being a dork. It's great. And people lose their mind over probably the greatest word ever dork. It's
11: a, it's a great comedy word. Yeah. Uh, it's It yeah, starts and ends with consonants, right. which is what you need. You need it. Um, and it just, it's one syllable. It's yeah. a nice little dig. And it's so innocuous. It really, right. it doesn't really mean anything. No. Um, yeah. But like my favorite thing is like calling somebody a dork and go, dude, why don't you look in the mirror? <laughs> yes. I go, yeah, sure. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go for it. I don't know. I mean, I,
6: you've seen your hair. There's nothing they can say to you that you don't already know. Yeah,
11: I don't care about myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's a lifelong uh, lifelong passion of mine to destroy myself before anyone else can. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm callous. Now, Jonah,
6: um, I've been reading about some of your recent comedy, and you did mention you're going to be at the Irvine Improv Thursday night, 8 o'clock, improv.com slash Irvine. Great, great show, as low as 20 bucks for tickets. But you, um, you started, you've been starting your shows recently with your hilarious chunk of dead dad comedy. And I wanted to get into it. I wanted to get into <laughs> That a little bit. How long did you lose your father?
11: Uh, that was about. It's coming up on uh, two years. I think there'll be like a, towards the end of summer. It'll be two years since. I okay, lost I'm my less.
6: I'm less than a year on mine, and I'm yet to find the hilarity in it. So tell me how that process worked for you as a comedian. Like when did it get funny for you?
11: Uh, um, poof, maybe like the next day. I was the making next jokes. Day. Okay. I think it was a, 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 a mechanism that I uh, developed just to like as I did my entire life, where it's like I like you know started. Getting know kind of you know cracking jokes about my dad and like how he was gone and stuff like that and it made me feel better because that's how I respond to things is through uh, humor which is does not make you a good partner in a relationship sure most of the time sure it's, uh, sounds like a therapist talking there Jonah yeah well even when I saw uh, Jordan Peele's Us I was just like I related so much with the, uh, the husband the dad character oh, I was, I was like he's doing what I do <laughs> yeah. and I see how it's problematic I'd like uh, to just tell a story about Bean and that's the day
7: after his mom passed away on the air, he said, and we were all like, w- we don't want to talk about it because it's too painful, blah, blah, blah. He said, well, at least I don't have to get anything from Moses
11: eh? Day. The
7: very next day, I was like, well, okay, well, that's how we're handling it. Yeah. Well, I, was, I mean,
6: there are some upsides.
7: Let's sure. Yeah. Well,
11: you, you talk to a lot of people that are members of the DDC, the Dead Dad Club. After, <laughs> sure. you know, you, I, and I remember, like, I was talking to one guy. He's like, you know, if I could just have one more conversation with my dad, if I could just get on the phone and talk to him for five minutes. And I was like, I don't. I don't know about that, because I think about every quick five-minute phone call I had with my dad, and I would get off the phone just being so angry with everything he just said. he was like, hey, how's it going? Hey, it's all right. <laughs> like, so, can, can I talk to mom? <laughs> oh, you want to talk to mom now? Like, it's just like <laughs> five-minute conversation with my dad would just make me go, yeah, it's probably best that he's gone. <laughs> <It's time. laughs>
9: uh,
11: well, I do think that's a,
6: very, that's a bold way to start a comedy act, is what I'm saying. Yeah, because <laughs> it really gets everybody in a good mood in the audience.
11: Yeah, it is a uh, it you know it is fun to kind of start a show with uh, dead dad jokes. I don't know. It's uh, I like to start from uh, below. Uh, the ground floor of humor, and sure. then just try and dig myself it's out. Just a challenge, yeah. Yeah. just to try to even make it to the
6: elevator. You consider that a success,
11: yeah. And I didn't do stand up for a bit after he he died. You know, like uh uh, it was it was odd because I just kind of wasn't doing up and then I and I realized it was because I didn't know who to try and prove wrong anymore.
9: <laughs>
11: oh, wow. And he's back. Jonah Ray at
6: the Irvine Improv. It's going to be Thursday night. Get your tickets. A quick break. More with our guests right after this on K Rock.
3: Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Our
6: friend Jonah Ray in sitting with us right now, comedian and podcaster and host. Don't forget, of course, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 uh, season two is available on Netflix. It's hilarious, Jonah. Thank you.
11: Wonderful. And you're making more, right? Uh, Yeah, we're still waiting to hear back about it. Uh, But it's uh, you know, people seem to like the last season, so we're really stoked on it. I'm pretty proud of it.
6: If Netflix says no to you, you shouldn't be being making those shows.
11: Don't say that. uh, No, I'm just saying that Netflix accepts all. All right. Well, they (laughs) accept all that they own. Uh, Yeah, they got rid of all their Marvel shows. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. that's true. true. Yeah, who's to say what's on their mind? They don't. They don't have to care. They're yeah, Netflix they really they're, don't, they're yeah. a global company that yeah. were why would you take away this show people liked it it's like you're a blip like it's <laughs> like they <laughs> they don't care, don't care. And they're great, and it's, it's we're very happy to be part of the next Netflix family. I mean, they seem the thing. to have changed. Quickly. I saw the yeah. flip in yeah. your head. Yeah.
8: I, I saw. It. I don't. Yeah.
11: I like asked if I could go to their uh, Golden Globes party. I was like, "Hey, I'm the host and lead of one of your shows. Sure. that you, uh-huh. you sure. didn't put a billboard up anywhere for? Can I come to your party and maybe get some free hors d'oeuvres? Silence. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. no, thank you. I have oh, learned too much about wow. how, how
6: Hollywood works right here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you wear many hats, is my point. You do a lot of things. And I stack
11: you... them on top of each other. It's very <laughs> fun. It's a party trick. You're also in two different bands right now, Jonah? Well, one's a, a vanity project uh, where it's a, I just recorded punk versions of Weird Al songs. Uh, and tell me, again, <laughs> tell me again why why we needed that. Uh, no one needed it, um, okay. but I, I, I it was just something I liked playing Guitar, but I don't like writing lyrics because I don't like being honest. Uh, and, <laughs> and but what are the lyrics? I know I know weird out lyrics, and so I would just do that. So you know, eat it. So yeah. you just okay. <laughs> exactly, and so I can. I'll just sing those lyrics, not the, to the tunes or the, the chords or anything like that. And it just like I was like, oh, um, and then my friend Zach from the band Fiddler is like, we should record these. And then I said, yeah, that's really dumb. That's a dumb idea. Mm -hmm. You know, I like my mantra in life is uh, silly things taken seriously. Yeah. And so, like, I recorded it, and then uh, Mike Park from Asian Man Records is going to be putting it out in August on a one-sided 12-inch vinyl. Uh, and it's going is to that call, a good use of space, a one-sided 12-inch? Well, on the other side, we got an etching from my friend Dana Lechtenberg is doing like an etching on the other side of the... Huh. All right. well, I didn't know it was yeah. fancy. Okay. All right. yeah. How and many songs did you record? Five. I did four Weird Al songs. I did uh, Eat It, Dare to be Stupid, Frank's 2000-inch TV, uh, and Amish Paradise. And then I did a version of the Reptilicus rap, from the first season of uh, Mystery Science Theater, and the band is called—well, it's just called Joan. It's gonna be under my name, Jonah Ray. No, because your
8: friend had such a great well, idea. Well, that's the name of
11: the album. Yeah. Chantel uh, Clerica, is gonna—we're calling it a uh, uh, "You Can't Call Me Al." <laughs> <laughs> so I also have a Paul Simon reference. I know why in there. I find
8: so much joy in that, yeah. but that's strong. I do. <sighs>
11: What does your good friend Al think about all this? He loves it. You know, we're gonna some of the proceeds is going to go to an animal rights uh, organization, um, and he just he was like, "Yeah, man, it's really cool." It's like he he thought it was funny. I sent him the stuff. He seems to be good. I mean, I don't think sense of humor. Also, like
10: Weird Al's not going to publicly be mad at you. No, like no, he's no. Not a, I don't if think he knows what's good for him, right? there's,
11: there's not a mad bone. He doesn't in want to take, take you on. You also, you it would be the last thing I need. is like a weird Al fans are coming. Yeah. Weird Al! <laughs>
10: Honestly,
11: the whole world would
10: turn yeah. on you. Weird Al finally decides to speak out against someone. Yeah. And it's Jonah Ray.
1: <laughs> and, and the only and
11: the only guys that got my back are Coolio and Paul
1: McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> have you had the chance
11: to see the
6: strings attached tour yet? No,
11: from I have here. not. I have my tickets for the LA show. I'm very much looking mm-hmm. forward to that i i loved his uh uh his last tour where he did all the kind of b sides and originals it's amazing it was it was, amazing. M- it was the best. We- it's a weird Al show I've been waiting for my entire life. Yeah,
6: incredible. He's yeah. the he's the absolute best there is. He really. is. All right. Is.
11: So this other band. What's the other band all about? Uh, it's called Pressers. It's just kind of a you know uh, rock punk kind of band I did with uh, Denver from uh, the band Desaparecidos. Uh, oh, that's and, legit. And and uh, the other band is uh, the other guy in the band is Cody uh, Vodalato. He's uh, he plays on the Weird Al record. but he's also the he's the singer and guitar player. He was also in Blood Brothers uh, and then uh, plays in a band with Nick Zinner called uh, Headwound City. So it's the three of us. And- Headwound City. That's a yeah, it's a great name, right? Good name. Yeah. Great name. yeah, good hardcore band. Uh, members of the Locust and uh, Blood Brothers. It's a it's a really good band.
6: What's your goal in? Uh, I don't mean you. I mean anyone in 2019 who's in a band with his friends. What do you expect? Do you do it just for fun? Yes,
11: it's just it's not a career anymore, right? No, I mean not for not for us. I mean we can't even really go on tour. You know, Cody's uh, he's like a transpo manager for The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So it's like and that's like a full time huge gig. And so you know, we're just doing it. Just it's like our dad band. It's our local band. It's our bar band. Gotcha. And he's, if we if we get invited to a festival, and I get to go see bands I really like, and then that's pretty great. Maybe why not? Yeah, I get to go see an Avail reunion. He's the he's the what manager on The Bachelor? Uh, transpo manager. Transpo is short for transportation. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. <laughs> true look
10: behind the curtain you have, to,
1: you have to
6: dumb it down for us. <laughs> if you don't mind.
11: Uh, have you watched any of The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I've never I? seen one episode of those shows and I, I, I would even because uh, I, I used to write on The Soup when it was over you know, E the Joel McHale show uh, and I just like I that was the first time I had to watch any of these reality shows uh, and I just I despise them. I with, I can't get, this... And I know a lot of my friends love them like Jensen you're into a lot of no, them. I, I've given up over
10: last few years, but there was a time where I very much watched it. I remember when
11: I met you, like you brought it up and I was like, I don't I thought I thought we cool people don't watch that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that's what we a hate. Lot, there's a hate yeah. watching element to it though. There's yeah. a hate watching There was a
10: postmodern yeah. part of it. I think there was a time in reality T V when they became celebrities themselves mm-hmm. and then it wasn't as fun you yeah. were yeah. just watching people. It
11: was well, there was great. Man, big, the big difference was like it was uh, the real world, which is just like these random people, which was great. And then it went into like Jersey Shore. Jer- Jersey Shore, I think, was the uh, like, it the killed turning it for you. Yeah. yeah,
6: Would this be a good time since we're on the topic, Jensen? Your mom called in and left a message on the Kevin and Afro line. Yeah, last she had night.
10: promised that she was never going to watch. She the said she was done. Again. Yeah, because like, she
6: was so frustrated with, in her words, the slut that they picked as the Bachelorette this time. <laughs> I, I found out in the her same words. time.
10: I really did find out the same time as you guys that she called in. So which is terrible. <laughs> I, I, Oops, sorry. There we go. Let's,
6: let's hear from uh, Haroldine. Jonah. This is uh, this is Jensen's mom who left us a message. We've not heard this yet.
0: Hi, guys. It's Haroldine, Jensen's mom. Guess what? I had to watch The Bachelorette because I heard some things that were going on from people I know. So I had to watch it. And let me tell you something. She is unbelievable. She's no longer riding that rail of Slatitoville. She is very. <laughs> Very inappropriate.
9: Mm. She was, like,
0: laying on a pool table with a guy, and he was kissing her and rubbing her butt. She was on top of him. (laughs) And then next thing, she's laying on a bed with another guy, kissing, and he's rubbing her butt. (laughs) This girl has really got a problem.
6: Okay, stop right there. Um, stop right there.
0: What, makes, does, what does your
6: mom think The Bachelorette is about? What think, does she think yeah. the yes. idea of the show is except that you date 25 men? I because know. how that, many
10: that, what she just described, is every show. It yeah. sounds like she thinks it's written by, like, David Chase or something and that it just became lowbrow. I don't know.
11: Uh, How many Uh, butts can be rubbed in one episode? Also, how is that even sexy? I'm going to rub your butt. (laughs) And
6: and also, in what scenario are you making out on a pool table? Uh, Have you ever uh, made out on a pool table?
10: Yes.
0: Oh, Oh. really? (laughs) All right, right, let's go back to old deed. This girl has really got a problem. Um, I mean, big. (laughs) She's got a big problem. And I want to ask you guys, she always gets a red nose. Does anybody know what that means? Is that like embarrassed or nervous or it's not cold but she gets like Rudolph (laughs) this red nose I know I said I was done with this show but I've got to tell you something I'm done with this girl and I'm not a prude but she is definitely shockingly embarrassing I don't know if I'm going to watch it again because oh. the scene's for next week. She's going to
11: watch it again. She yeah. Yeah. She's I mean, in- she's
10: hook, line, and sinker.
11: Also, someone should tell your mom about cocaine.
9: <laughs>
11: <laughs> uh,
0: shows that she went bungee jumping naked. You heard me right. Naked bungee jumping with one of the guys. So you tell me that this is not a slatita Anyway, have a great morning. See
11: ya. There Bye. they were, jumping off a bridge, <laughs> bungee jumping, rubbing butts. Right? <laughs> I love like they do. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I might not watch, but... She's going
10: nude bungee jumping. Like she couldn't even hide her excitement. Yeah. <laughs> why?
6: Why does your mom? Why is she so upset about a, a lady, an adult woman, who's know. in the dating right? pool making out with two guys? That's I don't the know. point
8: of the show. That's the it's the whole one point. Thing if she's like a slut shamer about you know her next door neighbor, sure, sure. But this is the point of the television show, Jonah I, Ray. You're, you're missing
11: all of this. I don't think I am. <laughs> 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 I think I'm fine. You think you're good? Okay. This is this is as good as it gets. Just. <laughs> I I'll, like. I'll just call Jensen's mom once a week. Right. Yeah. <laughs> give me the rundown. You want to hear a sixty-year-old
10: San Fernando Valley mom tell yeah. you about the bachelorette? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. Jonah, do you have
11: anything you watch on TV that you're embarrassed about at all? Any guilty pleasures? No, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like I, it's like if I like it, I like it. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, like the only thing I'm like, it's like, I don't I don't hate. It. I mean, like I watch bad movies uh, like on purpose. Like I, I love. Sure. Them. I think there's something to pull from everything. But my favorite show right now, Fossey Verdon. Oh, uh, Fossey oh, nice. a great show. The, the miniseries, yeah. yeah. Now I I miss that,
6: but I hear that it is great. Is it campy? Kind of as my I mean,
8: it's as campy as it's allowing itself to be, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because this is serious real life stuff that happens,
11: it's real, it's real heavy, real yeah. good, but it's also probably one of the best directed and edited shows it's on beautiful. TV. Yeah, I really, yeah. really dig it, but uh, yeah, I don't really watch anything too bad, you know. All right,
6: yeah, I gotta, I gotta see that. Thank you for the tip on that. You
11: watch yeah.
8: the Tiny House Nation.
11: What's that? Yeah. Oh. We'll
8: talk off the air. Oh, no, so no, no, I'm good. It's
9: okay. All
11: right. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. No further conversation yeah. needed. I'm 6'5", every house. The entire <laughs> yeah. nation is a tiny house you nation. Wouldn't, you
9: wouldn't like it.
11: Joda, uh, Irvine Improv Thursday night. Please Anything's, go. Anything special going on? Um, yeah, I'm gonna have, uh, Paige Weldon, uh, who I put out her, uh, her, uh, I put out her records, she's a very mm-hmm. funny stand-up comic, uh, Chris Thayer is a very funny comic, he'll be there. Funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, I've been doing some of the Weird Al songs live, I'll, I'll be riffing on an old, uh, you know, educational short, Mystery Science Theater style. Oh, awesome. I'll be talking about my dead dad. Oh, awesome. Um, <laughs> you know those jokes I said that seemed like they came up naturally in conversation? Oh, they were bits and you'll hear them again. Pretend
10: <laughs> right. right. they're, uh, uh, they're
6: new, pretend they're new. All the greatest hits. Jonah Ray at the Irvine Improv Thursday night at 8. Tickets are just 20 bucks. Improv.com slash Irvine. You know we love you, Joni. You're always welcome on the Kevin Bean Show. Thanks for stopping
7: we, by. We have Thanks. 60 seconds. Before we go, we but, have 60, but 60 seconds. But before we
6: go, apparently we have 60 seconds
7: with yes. Jonah Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. great. If you don't mind.
11: All right. 57. 56. No, no, no. no, a Oh, it's a yeah. game. Yeah. It's a you game. just Sorry. say
8: whatever comes to your head.
11: Great. So All right. There we go.
8: If you could join the cast of any TV show,
11: past or present, which show would you choose? Uh, It would be The Simpsons.
8: Dream Dinner Date.
11: Uh, not Hitler. Okay. Is a hot
8: dog a sandwich?
11: No, it's a hot dog.
8: If animals could talk, which animal would be the biggest a-hole?
11: Oh, uh, penguins.
8: What band name do you wish you used?
11: Uh, like that actually exists?
8: Or just a great name that you are like, that's a great band name.
11: Putricide. All right. <laughs> I like it.
8: Uh, creepiest thing you could say to a stranger that you pass in the street?
11: You again. <laughs>
8: Twizzlers or Red Vines.
11: Red Vines. Yes, right. Obviously. Did
8: you have a nickname growing up? Bread Mouth. <laughs> all right. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Sure. You don't care? <laughs> no, I don't. Excellent. What do you say is your best trait? Uh,
11: n- answering questions by stammering and thinking of something else that's good. My hair.
8: You can only bring one album to a deserted island. Which one?
11: It would be Dillinger Four's Midwestern Songs of the Americas.
8: Excellent.
11: There you go. Well done. Wow. One guy in his car just went, yes! can, we,
8: can we just <laughs> real, real quick bread
9: what?
11: Bread mouth. Breadmouth. Uh it's uh one time my friend came to pick me up. We we're gonna go record shopping, and then my parents said, like, Oh, I said, I'm gonna go get food, and then so they gave me a couple bucks for food, mm-hmm. and then I got a bunch of pieces of bread to eat so I wouldn't have to be hungry, and I could use that money to buy records. And then my friend's like, Why are you eating bread? I was like, Oh, that's my new thing. I'm bread mouth. It's like I'm <laughs> everyone, I'm always gonna be eating bread. <laughs> and
7: that's <style laughs> that you made it up. I like that. Yeah,
11: and then like it was just a joke, and then everyone started. Coming bread mouth I was like this is, I, I gotta lose weight
7: <laughs> thanks for coming in
3: Jonah we thanks for having me. thank you it's the Kevin and Bean Show K-Rock
8: hey Ali hey Bean what's happening what's going on you guys Ariana Grande could be the next Catfish co-host this is according to showrunner Nev Schulman in an interview with TMZ, he said that his dream is to have the 25-year-old singer co-host with him, especially after finding out what a huge fan of the show she is.
10: So this is he... he this heard. The story she, is he uh-huh. wants her to do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the story sure. is
8: that um, people started sending him messages saying, Ariana Grande is posting stories on her Instagram about watching Catfish.
6: Okay. First of mm-hmm. all, let me back up a step.
8: Catfish is still on the air? It's still on the air. People are still getting catfished. I know. I know. There's
6: no way that people can still be getting catfished once catfish was on the air for
10: 10 years. Because now everybody knows. Wrong, sir. Wrong. So
8: wrong, Bean. Dana Lohan never met the guy she dated for years. She did get
10: lucky because it was a real person.
8: It was a real human. But easily could
10: have been catfished.
8: But we still don't know if he was a catfish because she never met him. He could have had none of the things he said he had. Right. But at this point,
6: what human in the world on the internet doesn't say we're WhatsApping by noon tomorrow, or this is over?
8: Lonely people that just want a human connection. Bean. Okay. It's happening. We took calls from people that were catfished recently in the past year. It's happening. And how can Ariana Grande help? Oh, here's the thing. So she wound up uh, putting on her Instagram stories uh, little clips of the show. And he went over to her Instagram and saw Follow Back and realized, Ariana Grande was even following me. What a moment for Nev Schulman. Anyway, uh, he really thinks he can get her to co-host when she's not so busy with the Sweetener Tour. And uh, wants her to come on the show.
6: I mean, I want her to come on this show, too. Yeah, right. We
10: want, Taylor, we want Taylor Swift as a co-host, That's, also. What? We take Taylor Swift as a co-host? No, I, I don't think, think so. Would Wait. we take Nick Cannon? Is he available? No. Uh, no, he's, no, he's oh. busy. Okay. Yeah.
6: All right, well, good good luck with that, Nev.
10: <laughs> All right. You guys,
8: will the Emmys go host-free this year? Interesting.
10: <laughs> uh, especially... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone agrees. Dead silence. <laughs> uh,
8: when I saw this, that three months before the telecast. The Emmys are three months away?! I feel uh, like they were yeah, just that, on. September
6: every year. Wow, that is,
8: that is shocking. I feel it like they were fast. just yeah. on, but okay. They have not named anyone yet, and insiders say that the awards may go without a host for the first time since 2003. That's when the show aired on Fox, as it will again this year. Nominations for the Emmys will be announced on July 16th, which may be when they're going to make the host public. But Look,
6: a lot of people enjoyed very much the host-free Oscars. yeah. I think the Oscars would have been better had Jimmy Kimmel hosted, because I think he brings a lot of entertainment and comedy to that show. But they had success with it.
8: I thought it was the best Academy Awards in a decade, just because it seemed quicker and it wasn't. It wasn't so hokey. Mm -hmm.
10: I really enjoyed the earnestness of Alicia Keys. I think when she hosted the Grammys, I think earnest hosting is the way to go. Yeah.
6: So I don't know. I mean, I know that they looked at the ratings and the ratings were were better than usual, but Mm -hmm. it also could have been a a better, a more appealing, more mass appeal batch of movies too. So we don't really have enough evidence to go on whether host free is automatically better than a host. Can Can I give you a
10: suggestion for a host? Yes. Kaiser Permanente.
8: Again, not a person, <laughs> no. just a, a hospital. i
10: like to I see will that, see though. I will say
8: this about Bean. You would not be good uh, as a boss in uh, entertainment because they are so about knee-jerk reactions. I know. And seeing something so quick that they'd be like, nope, the ratings were up. People hate hosts. People hate <laughs> human beings. Get rid of all human beings. But that is, no, you're totally right.
6: Empirically, though, if somebody comes to me and says, look, we have the Emmys coming up. Do you want no host? Have it clean, have it quick, mm-hmm. or do you want to put Dave Chappelle in there to entertain us and have mm-hmm. us on the edge of our seats, wondering what's going to happen? Right, next. but let me just say this: my money is on Dave
7: Chappelle. Agreed, but let me just say this: the uh, number of people who would be great hosting the Grammys mm-hmm.
8: is pretty small—not a high number, mm-hmm. pretty yeah. small.
6: So if you can't get those people, I think there's maybe a lot of people way who to go. could do that show. Do you? I really do. I do. I mean, when you think about the Neil Patrick Harrises of the world and the Ellens of the world, I mean, there are a lot of people who have done great jobs hosting shows before. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm sure it'll be fine if they decide not to go with it. All just right. seems like an opportunity for somebody to to make it even more entertaining than it already is, just based on the, you know, just based on the awards themselves. One more suggestion for host,
9: Steve.
8: Oh, he would be good. Mm. He's so busy though. Didn't even busy, consider though. that. Steve's he's because he's so busy with all the stuff that he's steaming on. Or we Nick Cannon. Or some, Cannon. Steve really would have to take
6: some t- time off from our show though. Yeah. To yeah. To, to rehearse. Yeah. Steve, yeah.
8: We need him here to hit it. Guys, Shania Twain launched her first residency in Las Vegas seven years ago. And since then, we've had everyone from Gaga to Blink to Aerosmith jump into that residency trend. Well, she's now back. She announced her return to Vegas for a new residency starting December 6th. She's going to have 23 performances for her Let's Go residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Resort I'm sorry, and what, Casino. What's the
6: tour called? Let's go! Love it.
9: Love it. It's
8: really not a great name for a tour.
9: <laughs>
8: Let's go! Tickets go on sale Friday. Person. I
6: don't have any interest in seeing Shanae no. Twain. I, I know she's talented and she's got a lot of hits, but she
10: bores me. Yeah, We had her on Drop the Mic mm-hmm. and uh, her whole team showed up and, and we had a writer that said to put uh, wine, it was early, but still put wine in her trailer, mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. to loosen up for wrapping, which makes sure. some sense. And uh, they dropped her off and someone came up to us and went, is there wine in the trailer? And I said, yeah, we, we had put it in. She says, can you double check? Wow. And I said, "Absolutely." So we went in and we did it and we looked at it and then I came back and said, "Can you triple check?" What? And I said, oh, "What?" And she what's said, "What's
9: happening
8: I just on that staff?" Really look at
10: it. And I went in there and I said, "I looked at it and this is the name of it and whatever." She goes, "Thank you." And then she sort of just walked away. Wow. And I was like, "That's the craziest experience I've ever had with a handler." Wow. So terrified. But then tonight's was nice and sweet and didn't care. I mean, I don't know if she drank the wine. I don't know anything, but it was someone made me check three. Listen,
8: times. that person Messed up a wine order yeah. once
10: and, mm-hmm. and, and paid. It is, paid for it? She paid
8: yeah. dearly. She's
10: the bread mouth of Shania yes. Twain.
9: <laughs> stuck with her forever. Yes, yeah.
8: very disturbing.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: You guys, the Jonas Brothers' new album, Happiness Begins, has grabbed the number one spot on the Billboard 200 chart after its release on June seventh. And according to Nielsen, the Jonas album, Jonas Brothers album, marks the biggest debut of
6: 2019. What? Mm. Hm. Uh, shocking numbers. Hmm.
8: Biggest debut. Total consumption, 414,000 units, 68 million streams. That surpassed Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. Like, that's what? crazy. I have a,
6: uh, a clip from the new Jonas Brothers album. Okay. Oh, great. From sure. one of the new songs, if you'd like to hear it. Yes,
9: Two, please. <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> so there's there's no wonder that people yeah, went out and picked that up. That's out. crazy, that I picked excellent. one out too It's uh-huh. later in the album, but it's this one
1: Somebody once told me <laughs> <you> the world <laughs> was gonna roll me I hate the sharpest tool
10: yeah. in the shape. Yeah, She was looking kinda dumb with her finger and her thumb yeah, in the shape cold. Of an L on her
3: forehead uh, Wow
7: they're really changing wow. the things up, aren't they?
8: Okay, let, let's let's be clear, though. That first clip was, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson, and that was Fred Willard playing a little band at a funeral, which is one of the funniest skits I've ever seen Great. in my life. Who was that singing?
9: <laughs> I was, I was just, just some just, random uh, acapella group? Yeah, that I oh, I, yeah.
8: I, I kind of wish that was real.
10: <laughs> it's real. I know. I mean, it does I mean, exist.
8: I wish it was the Jonas Brothers. Maybe it's... Lufus and Shark. The Jonas brothers we don't talk about. Stonky?
10: Uh-huh. Stonky Jonas. Yeah. This is Stonky Jonas's song. You ready? Mm-hmm.
4: Baraco's tacos, Baraco's tacos, Baraco's
8: tacos, Jensen. He's doing the best he can. Jensen. That's clownvis.
6: Oh. Well, still good. I, I've still got uh. Zeppo Jonas's track. Oh, oh good. Good. Zeppo. Oh, I like, I Zepo. Zepo, barely top ha- him. Yeah, he has a song at the end mm-hmm. of the album and it goes like this.
9: I love spicy food almost as much as I hate diarrhea. <laughs>
4: yeah, Zeppo is kind of doing his own <laughs> wow. thing. It's
8: wow. meaningful though. It's, it's a real look into uh right. Seppo.
10: <laughs> I'm gonna play this song, uh-huh. and I think it's the Jonas Brothers, but you tell me if it's not because it was okay. mismarked on Napster. Okay.
9: okay. Somebody once uh-huh. told me the no, that's world not. was gonna I hate the sharpest tool in the shed. I miss it. No wonder
6: the album is number one. Yes, that's what we're saying. Right?
8: Absolutely. Yeah. Some birthdays. Richard Madden. Right? Right. Right. He's in Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Bodyguard. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Wants, told me the
10: world yeah. was gonna roll me. I
8: hate the sharpest This
7: was the best part of Rocket Man. Yeah. It was yeah. when they
8: covered that. <laughs> it was yeah, really good. Amazing. Uh Blake Shelton and I mean former Beatle. Are you ever really a former Beatle? You're always a Beatle, right? I think so. I think it's I like governor. So. I think okay. it's a title that you keep right. for life. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, Paul McCartney. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, okay. I don't
6: know if we'll ever have a chance to do this again, Sir Paul. But thank you so much for the time. It's a real honor to have hey you, guys, you on the program listen, today. Listen, that was a really nice interview. So, oh, I hope to see you at the gig. Absolutely, Sir. Thanks for the call. Let's
7: make it
9: a date.
6: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> bye, bye. See you guys. Bye. Oops. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
9: Paul McCartney.
8: <laughs> he was saying. He was saying goodbye. We'll never know. Asshole. We'll never know, Kevin. I
9: mean, he,
7: was, he was saying goodbye.
8: Uh, is
7: what I heard a guy say. That's what's happening.
8: <laughs> <laughs> Sad bassoon indeed.
7: Thanks, Allie. And you drive home today to listen <laughs> to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Bean Show. You got somebody fired. We're going to talk to you. Uh, we have Tony Hale <gasps> in the studio.
8: What? Can't wait. Talking about Forky, Forky.
7: and Toy Story 4. Love him so much. And speaking of people, we love Shia LaBeouf.
10: (gasps) Actual cannibal? Yes. I have an apology I have to give him. (sighs) Yes, you do. And and I I believe it. It's not just because I'm going to be afraid to be in the same room as him. I really, truly believe in the apology I'm going to give him.
7: All right. Yep. Excellent.
2: Can't wait. That's tomorrow morning.
10: The Kevin and
3: Bean Show on K Rock.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?